Hey, all right, welcome to the Tuesday show. <laughs> you know, uh, my name's Alter David. And I'm James Chan. How's everybody going? So it's on Thursday because Tuesday was the first night of Hanukkah. And also, I was pretty tired after Capcom Cup. I don't know about you. But... What? what is going on with the signal over there? Oh, I think it was, might have been because I was turning on the TV. That's weird. Oh, well, it's up. It's back. So as a result, we didn't do it on Tuesday night. We're going to do it on Thursday night instead because there's a lot to talk about, and I definitely don't want to leave this week behind. Yeah, for sure. It's a pretty Obviously, big week. A lot of cool things happening here. Yeah, man. So Capcom Cup results, Battle for the Stones results, a bunch of Street Fighter V Season 3 stuff to yeah. talk about. Uh, kind of like our take on how those events went in general. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Adam is out for Injustice. Tekken has less lag, etc. There's a lot to talk about. Sorry, I forgot to flesh out these titles. It's Meta RD, MVCI, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. So Capcom Cup happened. Uh, there we go, okay. And we were both there, and it was cool. Before we get into the rest of it, what do you think about the sort of event as a whole? Uh, much better than it was last year. No was doubt about much that. Much happier. Now, the only sad part was obviously on Friday, because PSX hadn't started yet, and it's just for Capcom. Like Friday, like I, I want to address definitely like the photo that Aliun took right of the audience of the Battle for the Stones, and was like, oh. "There's nobody here." Right. You know, and I, I just I think that was really unfair, because PSX had not started yet. It's Friday morning. On a work day, on a work week, right? So there's no reason to take any any day off except unless you're trying to go to the LCQ, right? The LCQ didn't have that many more people. It was also in the front of the place, so when you walked in, that's first what you would saw. And there was all the AE machines were over there. Battle of Stones were in the back. Yeah, like it's kind of a it's kind of a. I mean, I don't want to call it a, a what's your agenda post here, but like you know, there is a little bit of clarification that needs to be made about that kind of situation. So. I didn't see the picture. I don't know what you're talking about, but I certainly was at the event, and there were maximum 20 people in the audience. Dude, if that many. At, literally at a max. If like, that many. Well, I'm not... So, <laughs> the competitors themselves... Right, okay. In Battle okay. for the Stones, some of which left as the day went on, uh, and then on top of that, maybe like 15 people, 20 people. Right. Honestly, if they just didn't have the LCQ going at the same time, all those people would have been watching Battle for the Stones. You know, that's just the thing. They were running two tournaments at the same time. So. Yeah, I don't really believe that. I think it was... Uh, I was I was maybe a little bit surprised that like the the very low attendance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I expected low attendance. Okay. Um, and almost nobody who was there was there for Marvel. They were there for Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true. Plenty of people took the day off. They did. I mean, they, right. especially yeah, yeah, yeah. at the uh, to go to by this. the end of the day, there was but, I mean, simultaneously losers finals going on in Battle for the Stones, and you know mm-hmm. winners semis or what? I don't even know if it was in top eight right, or right, at that right. point uh-huh. for a Street Fighter, and and there were fifteen people in the audience. So right, um, exactly. It, it was whereas for Street Fighter, there were literally you, there was standing room only on Friday. Yeah, by yeah. the end. At, yeah, by the end, there okay. were people okay. standing around. Every, all the seats were taken. It, the difference was very stark. Okay. Very stark indeed. So, okay. um, I don't want to sugarcoat that. I, again, I didn't see the, the picture. Right. But, um, I mean, the picture is it exactly is accurate what you that think. there yeah. were very few people. Yeah, there was basically nobody there watching, unfortunately. For so. sure. 
So, uh, all right, anyway. Well, outside of that, I mean, I think the event was, like I said, for Street Fighter side of things, I think it was really good. I, I was glad it was in the hotel. It wasn't at the eSports arena this year. Yes. Look, I love the eSports arena to death, but it didn't have the feel that it did la- that it did this year. It didn't have that epic feel. And uh, I just, I, I was just, overall, it felt like a, a better event and hopefully in the future they can keep improving things and making it bigger and bigger, like to have it be a really nice end of the year celebration kind of thing. Yeah, but it definitely was better. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. Mm-hmm. It was it was nicer. Uh, the finals day was, so last year it was at, they're both at PSX, but it was like in the middle of PSX right. last year. It was like mm-hmm. next to other booths, you know. Uh, this time it was in an arena, which was, you know, right next to the PSX mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. It was literally in, you didn't have to go outside or anything, it was right there. Uh, but it wasn't like you just were walking by and there it is. Right. There, there was a little bit of like effort on your part to seek it out. And nevertheless, there were a lot of people in the audience. I'm, I'm going to say this much. I felt like that that tournament was probably more well attended than PSX. Mm. There were not a ton of people there. Dude, PSX. It was, it okay, was. <laughs> side topic, PSX was kind of sad. It, it sucked, dude. <laughs> it, it actually felt like... And it was so funny, too, because I was walking with Sejam, right? And we were just walking around looking at stuff. And I was like, uh, jokingly, I was like, dude, where's all the Nintendo games? And uh, Sejam was like, yeah, I don't know where they are. I'm sure they're around here somewhere. I'm like, dude, it's the place it's, they yeah. should <laughs> But, like, you could tell. It, I don't know. It just it felt empty. It felt. Yeah, it wasn't like a, like a big announcement heavy weekend or anything, mm-hmm, right? There weren't, like, a mm-hmm. ton of new games being shown off. Like, you know, it wasn't that kind of thing. Right. So. But yeah, there weren't that many people. But there were a lot of people there for Street Fighter. Yeah, for, like I said, uh, Battle of the Sun, I Street felt Fighter like the Sunday. Street Fighter audience was larger probably than everybody that was in the you other room. You might be right, dude. You <laughs> might be right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was cool. It was cool. It was, a, it was a fun event to be at, and I had a good time. All right. Mm-hmm. You want to get to the results, and then afterward we'll talk about you know other yeah, yeah, yeah. aspects of it? Let's do that. Let's do that. So obviously, 32, well, let's talk about the last chance qualifiers first, sure. because that thing was ridiculous. That thing was amazing. And uh, 150, 60, so, I mean, I know there was last second signups. They got put into that death bracket, including Chris oh, T, right. who got out of that. So technically, there was probably like maybe 190-some players Maybe two other players yeah. involved in this thing, but so there was basically three tournaments. There was the death bracket that yeah. all the day of signings went into, which Chris T won. It was an actual tournament by itself. Yes, uh, which put him into the LCQ tournament, right. which was the other tournament. And so the LCQ tournament results. Let me get these up for you as soon as the web page decides to scroll, because I don't know. We why. should probably stop using that website. That's my thought. I don't know why this is even happening. I mean, this happens on all the web pages. Oh. This happens on all the web pages. As soon as I run XSplit, it kills uh, all the web pages, basically. It's not randomly accessing enough memory. Yeah, or something like that. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Well, I got them right here. All right. All right. Oh, okay, you just got them. Well, this is the actual results. These are not the LCQ results here. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I can totally do it. Yeah, see, you're having no problem with it. You're right. So it's just, it's just. For <laughs> I also some... have a bunch of <laughs> script blockers going. So oh, do you? Oh, okay. I'm currently okay. blocking 27. Okay. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Anyway, 
So the last chance qualifier was, as everybody predicted, super stacked. Yes. Right? It was it was incredibly stacked. That by itself, honestly, was one of the harder tournaments of the year. Yeah. I mean, really, uh, like the... I think it was probably... Yeah. Like, it was... It's not like... Evo and whatever, but right, like it was thirty of the thirty-one of the greatest players were right, not there for sure. You know? But it still was a really, really tough yeah. tournament. <laughs> so the top eight seventh places were SB Dominion with Ed and Commander Jesse with Dawson. Job. Fifth places were Infused Shax with Laura and Storm Kubo with Abigail. I think Shax also played Cami. Um, fourth Aqua. <laughs> I heard way too much F word saying that that name Aqua. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Ibuki. Then third place was Brian F with Balrog. Second mm-hmm. place was Infiltration with Manat and Jury. And then winner was AW Nemo with Urian. Yeah, it's a tough situation because you know, uh, obviously Nemo deserves it. He's great. Everyone predicted that he was going to win it. Like a lot of people picked him as the guy to make it out of the LCQ. True. He was good enough that he probably should have been in the Capcom Cup already. And if he was, what a great story it would have been for Infiltration. That's true. What That's a true. great story it would have been if he had come back and did it with Manat and Jury and right. won the LCQ. So I'm sad about that, but For sure. I mean, without question, even though he lost the Nemo, there's nothing in my mind that's like, man, Infiltration deserved it more than... No, no, not even close. Obviously, judging by what Nemo did oh, that, yeah, in okay, the tournament, fair enough, fair enough, okay, yeah, so yeah. Nemo definitely, you know, uh, deserved that spot. Yeah, completely. He did so. basically get sent to losers by Hochi uh, in the oh. LCQ, <laughs> but not literally, which is all that matters. Yeah, uh, uh, it was it was a really good top eight. Uh, happy for Brian F for getting yeah. third place. I thought that was very cool. He, um, you know, ultimately lost. I'd say pretty badly against Infiltration. It was three, yeah, three to one. He didn't know Manat. Finals. He didn't know. He you was learning how to fight Manat on the spot. Right. And it was unfortunate. You can definitely see yeah. that. Uh, he even said that to me afterwards. He was just like, I don't know this there character. So, but that's you got. That's your fault. You got to study that. Yes, so. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So Nemo, and that meant that he was going to play against Punk first round. You know, everybody knew that winner of that event was going to play against Punk, but. Uh, and, and Punk, when he found out that Nemo won, I was sitting right behind him, uh, he was really happy. Yeah. He was happy about that. It's not me. <laughs> There's some sound going on. Continue talking. Okay. All right. So hopefully nobody's infiltrated your home. I mean, the UCTV studios. You're talking about you, Nemo'd my home or infiltrated my home? Mm. Yeah. Nemo'd. Uh, so Capcom Cup then started the next day. That meant that Punk had very little time to plan, but I mean, he had had good matchups against Nemo before, and he had actually beaten Nemo most of the times that they played, although not every single time. But man, that beginning of the top 32 was, uh, already huge. You know, Punk lost to Nemo right off the top. Uh, basically every match in the, in the first round there was not exactly what I expected, and I think that's probably the same for James. Um... So I'll just go through the top 16. Yeah, that sounds fine. So 13th places were AAG, Didimokov, Dalsum, and GRBT Fudo with Mika, Allegiance 801 Strider, Laura, and Razor Sien with Ibuki. 9th places, RB Bonchan with Karen and Nash, Method RB Luffy with uh, Mika. 9th place also, Fox Momochi with Ken, Zeku, and Mbison, and then PG Punk with Karen. So a lot of the players in that, like, 9th through 13th 
were the people who were commonly picked to make grand finals. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people pick Punk, Sien, uh, uh, Fudo to make grand finals. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They did not do makes so. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it seemed pretty pretty reasonable pick. Top top eight. Seventh places were uh, Mouse, Problem X with Bison and a little bit of Birdie. Then also HXCYGBST, Daigo and Nahara with Guile. <laughs> Fifth were DNG Itabashi Zangief with Zangief. Also UDL Yukadon with Ibuki. Fourth, Ponos Moke with Rashid. Third place, AW Nemo Urian. Second place, Echo Fox Tokido with Tokido. <laughs> it actually says Tokido. <laughs> with Tokido. Fair uh, enough. Obviously with Akuma. Right. Uh, winner of it all, Rise Mena RD with Birdie. Right. So, I mean, before we even get to the grand Dang. finals, talk about the winners and all that stuff like that. I mean, there's just a lot of significance going up to that point. You know, for example, Nemo, like I said, getting all the way to third place. Yeah. I mean, that's just... Yeah, from the LCQ all the way through. His his weekend run was, I think if I recall correctly, it was 15-3. and three. There's got to be more than that, right? No, I think that was it. Was it? Okay. okay. It's either fifteen and three or sixteen and three. Okay. okay. After he finally, you know, lost in in Capcom Cup. Right. But even still, I mean, and the amount of people he beat, the sort of quality of the players that he mm-hmm, beat was mm-hmm. incredible. So he definitely had an extremely strong run. It was it was no no doubt extremely impressive. Yeah. Also, really happy with Problem X's run. I mean, he essentially had beaten Nemo. And then Nemo just made the video hey, come back. How many was, times did that happen? This yeah, weekend, I know, yeah. right? Nemo was, he had 17 lives this weekend, I swear. Um, and then the people who went 0-2, some of them I thought were huge surprises. Oh, yeah. I mean, last, Haitani went 0-2. Yeah, so for our World Wars of Capcom Cup video, we picked our, you know, quote, stinkers who we thought would yeah. shockingly go 0-2. You had Daigo. I had Momochi. The funniest part is they played each other to get in the top eight. That's right. There you go, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Haitani, as a result, yeah. probably the one that fits into that oh, category the most. 100%. But so. Smug, Oil King, Verloren, all being down there, Big Bird, they, uh, you know, in another... Time they all could have gone super super mm-hmm. far. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so uh, Itazan, I was happy f- to see him up there because he was the only guy to make it to top eight winners at both Evo and Capcom Cup. So that that's pretty crazy consistency, yeah. right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But three people, if I recall correctly, made it to top eight Evo and to top eight yeah, Capcom Itazan, Cup. Itazan, Tokido, and Yukadon. Right, so those three players right there. Right. So. Um, so incredible consistency. Oh no, did you say Moke? No, I did not. Is oh, it, was it four Moke, then? Oh, it might have been four then. Might have been four? I guess it was four. There you go. Or unless I made a mistake. Wait, did you get on make it this oh, year? Or not, was that you last get on, year? Okay, you get on was last year. year. It was Moke this there year. Is, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. My bad, my bad. Yeah. So pretty crazy consistency for some of those folks. Uh, you know, we had talked about Problem X as being one of the best in the world going into this. And, and although he, like you said, almost beat... Uh, Nemo, mm-hmm. but uh, but for that he would have been even farther. Uh, also, really cool to see Moke so high up for somebody yeah. who has not been playing at a, in tournaments for very long. He's already been in in Evo and Capcom Cup right. top eight, <laughs> and right. this That's is kind of like the first year he's really competed right. at this level, right? That he's gone to tournaments. Yeah, you so know he played online before that, so I think that is that is super impressive. Uh, Punk got ninth place. He lost in the first round to Nemo, as I, as I mentioned. And and if you go back and look at Punk, you know when when he's on video, when that's happening, 
there's a lot of like you know this kind of look and there's like some yeah deep you were mentioning that he just didn't look like he was into it dude or something. he i don't know what the deal was there but yeah he did not look like he was mm-hmm, engaged mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he all, then after getting set to losers, though, he just played like punk. Like, yeah. he was 3 owing everybody right. until he ran into Moke, and then Moke was like, nope, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I am very, very impressed by Diddy Mokoff. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to take the time to shout out Diddy Mokoff. For sure. Because what, what a great performance that he had. So, uh, he almost beat Nemo, didn't he? I can look that up for you. I don't really recall. A lot of things happened this weekend. Right. But Diddy Mokoff played super well. I think he was probably one of the the main MVPs of the weekend, you know. Or... Wait, no, didn't he send Nemo? No. No, no. No, it was no, Daigo no. sent Nemo Losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, Nemo 1-3-2. There you go. So, again, I, I really honestly... Oh, yeah. No. Loser Semis, Nemo beat Loke 3-0. That's what our website has here. What, what is this? Is this just totally inaccurate? Maybe I don't know. It says three zero, but uh, I don't think that's okay. how it went. Okay. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, but I mean, I think Diddy McCoff did really well. Yes. I, I definitely want to give him a shout out, especially to, you know, I mean, obviously, man, RD won it, but the Latin America presence just grows stronger and stronger every year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you want to include the DR Dominican Republic in the Latin America region, which uh, it is. The, the the Capcom Cup official designation does right yeah. so yeah. that's that's reasonable mm-hmm. uh, and of course Berlino was in there too and he almost beat Daigo in the very first round which really could have changed things mm-hmm. um, but yeah Dinamokov as Dalsam he beat Kazunoko you know that's yeah, that's dude. super hard uh, <laughs> it's crazy to me but I mean yeah I know Cammy doesn't beat Dalsam the same way she did in Street Fighter 4 that's true but but, Regardless of that, that's Kazunoko, and that's still Cami versus Dalsum. Oh, so. you were talking about Diddy Mokoff going 2-3 against Nemo. Nemo, I, yeah. For some reason, I thought you meant Moke. No, 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 I was talking about uh, Diddy Mokoff. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mokoff, no, he, okay. So he was just really impressive all around. I would love to see him more often. I think that would be very, very clearly there's a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's been playing for a long time, but it's the first time he's been able to travel out of the country in the way that he did. Right. Let's, let's, he said it was not easy for him to do financially. God, yeah. So... I, let's let's hope he can get a sponsor or something like that yeah. to fly him out. But I mean, even then, it's probably still going to be a little bit difficult, just because of you know the the, the government countries and just how hard Might it be. is yeah. to to travel. I mean, like the first year, uh, who was it? It was Ke- was it Kaomo the first one? One of the players was supposed to make it out there, or Bolino or somebody, and they couldn't yeah. make it because of the. Of, the, of that you are right you are right uh, but I would I would love to see him more often and that was very, very cool uh, I was also really impressed by Bonchan and Nash uh, yeah. Karen uh, uh, and his Nash but but both uh, it was super cool that he did as well as he did having not really been to that many events in the last half year and using that character that much and right because he's he got that far uh, most of his points with Nash right that's true yeah he did yeah uh, so that was very cool um, anything else that you want to yeah, shout out? Yeah, I also want to shout out 801 Strider as well. Okay, just yeah. because, again, he's, I think he's one of the most important players in the scene right now. Mm. Just because, you know, a lot of these guys like Punk, like Mena RD, and, you know, Daigo, Itabashi, there's just this weird aura about them, like that they're just natural. They were born super good at fighting games, despite the fact that they put in a lot of work yeah. as well. But, you know, 801 Strider has often talked about that, you know, how yep. he, it's not just like he, he, he struggled in Street Fighter 4 at, at first. And in fact, I always say in Utah, uh, Ai Peru was the number one player from Utah for the longest of time, and he was always in 
Renzo's shadow and it's kind of flip-flopped a little mm -hmm. bit and so you know it's just one of those sh signs that yeah if you put in the work you can make it there if you dedicate it and you study and you do all the all what you need to do you know and he's put in a lot of work and the results speak for themselves I mean the fact that Definitely. he got all the way to top 13 is really impressive and he, he's not doing it with like a like a major local hotbed right either. exactly like, there are mm -hmm. some good players in that area but they're not many players uh, and so a lot of what he does is playing online, and it's traveling to tournaments, you know, not in his local area, mm -hmm. traveling around. Uh, and, it's, and it's sort of thinking about things on his own in training mode. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I, think he's, I think he's a really good and, and uh, impressive player. Yeah, and then uh, obviously we're going to talk about Mena and Tokido in just a little bit. Do you want to talk, say, have anything about them to say? Outside that, Tokido just might be the greatest fighting game player of all time. I don't think there's doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel like my he's clearly my number one. Mm -hmm. He's always been one top, of them. He's always been guaranteed top three. Of course. Right, yeah. Of course. Uh -huh. But he is still at the pinnacle, and nobody else is. It, all of the people you would mention as, as uh -huh. best of all time, none of them are at the pinnacle now in mm -hmm. the way that Tokido mm -hmm. is. So right. he's done it for... Almost twenty years, yeah. fifteen years, I guess yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and and uh, nobody else gets to see. He won CVS two, which was the final game at the first Evo, Evo two thousand two. He won CVS two. That was the premier game right. at the, that year. Well, no, MVC two was the premier. Well, year. Yeah, he didn't yeah, play okay. that. But yeah. yeah, he didn't play that. But hey, he won MVC three at CEO against Justin Wong. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah, he beat. I still oh, remember because I, I was commentating that. That was vanilla MVC three. Yeah. I will always remember that because I was commentating with Yipes. And when Tokido started winning, Yipes just took off the headset and left. Really? Yeah, oh. like right when Tokido won, he was just like, I'm salty. And he just put on the headset and he walked Wow, and I, I don't just, remember that. I was like, oh. I, I don't think you were there for that one. Okay. You might not have been at that CEO. Because okay. that might have been one of the first ones. But yeah, Dang. that was, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so to me, it's no longer which of these three to five players is the best ever. It's definitely Tokido number yeah, one. And then, uh -huh. like, what is the rest of the top five? Right, exactly. Right? exactly. But that, that number one spot is locked up for right. sure. What do you feel about this whole U.S. is free kind of thing here? No U.S. in top eight. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. What, what, okay, what, what are you going to say? Yeah. Uh, we'll hold that, right? You know, yeah. uh, Punk got ninth just outside of it. Uh... You know, do probably would have made a pretty pretty mm -hmm. deep dent, but outside of those guys, I didn't really think that any Americans had a, had a good shot at top eight. Yeah, um, right. I mean, that's how that's how it is. Yeah, it's probably true. It's probably true. Yeah, uh, you know, we said it in our little World Warriors videos, but I, I feel like clearly Japan is the best country now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely regained yeah. that that spot. And and this this these results are definitely part of that. You know they yep. definitely they definitely show that. But uh, I would say outside of Japan, which which country or maybe region I don't know how you want to put it uh, is the best. Feels to me like it's open. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it, uh -huh. uh, one weekend it could be North America, another weekend it could be Europe, another, another weekend, weekend it could be Latin Republic. America. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I, I feel I feel like that is another question. But which one's the best? Super sure Japan. Japan. Yeah. Yep. Six players in top eight. So. What are you going to do about that? Yep. Okay. All right. So uh, you want to talk about the crazy stuff that they announced during the course of that? Uh, you want to just talk about... Mena, RD, and Tokido first? Yeah, let's just do that.
Feel free. Well, okay. I'm just gonna start this right now. I just want to start this. Oh yeah, here's cookies. Forgot about this. Yeah, we have what have been called by their creator crack cookies. Crack. Oh, they're like sugar cookies, basically. They right? are sugar cookies, but they're called crack cookies because they're addictive. <laughs> That's the reason. Uh, anyway, these are these are the rejects, so they're a little bit a little bit too crispy. Enjoy. In a second, because I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. The Do first it. thing I want to say, I have it written on there. Mena RDs win legit? Question mark. Okay. Yes. Ah. Yes, it's legit. And if you don't think it's legit, you're you're, you're full of you're 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 dumb. Like it's just it's just not. There is just nothing to take away from Mena RD. No. All right, go. I just I'm like I don't even want to dilly dally around that question. There's absolutely, and keep in mind, Tokido is one of my favorite players of all time. I probably secretly in my heart would have wanted Tokido to win just because I'm such a fanboy of Tokido, but there doesn't take away anything for what Menardi accomplished. He was a great player. He outplayed everyone. He, this, the tech that he showed me and everything like that, you know this guy has put in the work. This guy has played so strong. So He almost beat Tokido in winner's finals. It was 3-2. to two. He started mm-hmm. off really strongly. Right, remember you won the first game convincingly uh-huh, uh-huh. in winners finals, and then in the grand finals he had to reset the bracket after went, being down zero and two. You got right? it, yeah, zero uh-huh, and two, uh-huh. and I believe even the final round. Yeah, and he had to make the complete comeback, and that that is not a situation that lends itself to random hoo <laughs> lucky luck time. Right, right. Uh-huh. that's that is definitely a a very difficult, hard situation that only an extremely strong player can overcome. There's there. If it, if it were some other sort of format, then still probably it's stupid to call it random or whatever. Right. But, but this format of you need to win two, three out of five sets, and you almost won the first three out of five sets, so there were three sets, so three out of right. five, and you uh-huh. almost won the first one, and you did win the next two, uh, that it, it's, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's as plain as day that the guy put in an incredible performance. Right. I mean, a lot of people, I don't know why everyone's talking about the bullhorn all of a sudden, like, this move is super cheap and whatever like that. Like, Balrog's turnaround punch is still a better move. Like, uh, by, bull, Bullhorn's pretty good, but we've known that forever. Yeah, but... It's not news, is it right, news? Right, uh, but, I mean, you can still bait it, you can punish it. Of course. It. I mean, I think the only legit thing is that bullhorn hit when meaty causes counter hit pushback, apparently. Yes, it does. Yeah. Right. So apparently that's, that's the only thing. But like the first it time... It doesn't you, get crushed. Right. It's not like recovery is crushed. Right. But the first time you see that, then you adjust your meaty combo to know that that's a possibility, right? If yeah, Tokido and, didn't take advantage of that, that's Tokido's fault, yes, right? I and, mean, And Birdie's been out for like two years. <laughs> like you could play him in the, in the beta two years ago. It's none of that stuff is new. If so, if anybody did not do the work in training for Birdie coming into it, that's their bad. Right. Just, just as we were talking about with Brian F not having Manat experience. Yeah. Uh-huh, if you uh-huh. don't have Birdie experience, and you know one of the best players in the world, one of the best Birdies in the world is gonna be there. That's on you. <laughs> that's on you. So if you if you don't have some way around, bull like bullhorn is the problem. Because you know that everyone says that it felt random and like you couldn't punish it. it dude, the times that he used it, what like at, random. I don't know. What is that? He, he, used he went it. to go through fireballs after yes. Tokido did a jump attack. He let go right there just in yes. case he tried to throw him. He he did it with the spacing to make sure it hit. 
on reaction to the opponent doing an unsafe option. Right. Is that what's and, random and, about and that? And like I said, oh, if you play against Balrog, it's the same thing as throw Invincible after three frames, just like Bullhorn, except it's plus on block. Like, it's... Like, well, definitely Balrogs is better. Right, and that's the thing I don't understand. It's no, like, it, the whole conversation is very silly. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel like there's any, any legit critique of his game. The critique in the sense of uh, criticism, like legal, like, sort of mm-hmm, different mm-hmm. word meaning in legal circles. It doesn't have a negative implication. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's no sort of review of how he played that can be random or negative like it's just not possible it, right. it, don't don't take away mena rd's win you know what right. i mean don't try to discount it and I, I i saw a really great post about it too was that you know there was someone talking about like how for some reason if it's not like japan or something like that everyone just wants to discount it like when yeah. luffy won everyone was like oh rose is broken when men rd wins it's like for some reason there's just like this thing there's a stigma about it you know do, what you, I mean? do you really think that's some unknown reason okay probably not probably, probably not. not no yeah no it's definitely not <laughs> there's nothing unknown but it's the same phenomenon for the last so even years. after the tournament was over i went back to the green room Tokino and Mena are just sitting across from each other. They're just like smiling and oh, having no, a good time, you know, yeah. like whatever. There's, there's you know? no, there's no hate or anything. Yeah, like I know. Like, absurd. I don't think there was any point where Tokino was like, "I totally got like, that was I got robbed," you know. And there's that, no way. And not only he that, but when Mena RD beat Daigo, there's that quote from Mago where Mago's like, "He played that so smart. That fight is terrible, but the way he yeah. played it was so impressive. I'm so impressed." Like Mago's spending his time talking about how great he thought Mena of RD course. played against Daigo. I mean, come on, guys. Like honestly, if you don't think Mena RD deserved that win, then I don't even know what to tell you at this point in time. Outside of the fact that you just don't like Mena RD or you're a big fan of Tokido, yeah, which is a totally different story. Sure, you're right? a fan of Tokido for, for like, sure. I can sit here and say. I, I think LeBron James is overrated. But that's because I know I don't like LeBron James. <laughs> like, yeah, I know he's a super great player. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm you not still gonna, know that. I'm not going to be like, he's he's a shitty he's basketball player. He's yeah. not actually, he just got lucky. Yeah. You know, like, I can't actually sit here and say that. But I can say, stupid LeBron. What? He whines and he fakes charges. And, like, oh, yeah, I can yeah. play it. But, like, I know it's because I don't like him. You know what I mean? I can't legit think that he's not a strong basketball player. So. It's a very silly topic to even have to bring up. I wish that we didn't need to talk about that kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wish that there was less uh, sort of negative reactions to somebody new winning. But it's it's always like that. Right. It has literally always been like that. Mm-hmm. As far like I've been doing this in FGCs for fifteen years, and whenever somebody new comes in and beats an established top player. 100%. It always happens. Oh, that new player is not good. He's <laughs> random. You know, well, he may, I can't believe he looked at He's using some broken character or tool. Dude. Always it has happened. Even even if it was, even if it's not even brand new. Remember Vanilla Marvel at Evo after Viscount whatever it was like, Phoenix is broken. Phoenix. Yeah, well, it's all maybe, Phoenix. But, you know. <laughs> but anybody Damn. else could use the character too. It wasn't, wasn't uh, Jay's fault. Jay, Jay figured that game out faster than everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Props to him. He had that Hagger-Wesker mix-up and it just yep. worked. You Props know? to him for that. Yeah, you know, exactly. For sure. Uh, I really wish that that would not continue to happen. That stupid knee-jerk reaction. But it probably always will. So in the future, uh, if you see somebody else making that mistake, just, just tell them to cool it. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on. Let's get out All of here. All right.
So let's talk about the announcements that came out. So let's just let's just wrap it in this in this idea here. Ooh, that was a nice bite. It's a little too crispy. Yeah, you definitely dropped some on the floor there. Yeah, I got it. Okay, but let's just frame it in this. Capcom has not been doing anything right with any of their reveals <laughs> or any of that stuff for the longest of time, and it's just been very frustrating. And it's amazing how quickly it feels like they turned a lot of that around with regards to Street Fighter Five. It's just like in a couple of videos. Right, in the space of 10 minutes. Yeah, they really just kind of said, whoop. And the hope from that is it really feels like now that they're listening. Yeah. You know, they're like, and shout out, props to them for the fake out, too. Oh, yeah. The Sakura trailer. Silhouette, silhouette, silhouette. Because even at, we were sitting there and I was like, silhouettes. And I was like, maybe that's Kragic, but here we go again. And then Ono was like, do you want more information? And I was like, oh, is he going to give us another character? And I definitely didn't think he was going to. No. I thought but, he was going to troll. All right. And then, like, the video came out. It looked like it was the opening. So I was just like, oh, are you serious? Like, Ono was going to just show us this opening. But everybody was in there. And then we found out all the characters. And it was... And in a really good format, too. It was It was not just that we found out the characters. It was in a, a beautiful cinematic. Definitely the prettiest thing that has come out of SF5. For sure. Uh, there were hints of story in it. Mm-hmm, right, like mm-hmm. Blanca and Sakura were hanging out together. Right, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. why is Chun Li in her room putting her makeup? Like, probably for something, probably not for no reason. Right. Ryu's in, he like walks into a door. Like, there's like hints of story in a way that, that was not existing mm-hmm, in SF5 mm-hmm. before. Uh, so it wasn't just the reveals, they put it was. Laura in the rain. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we didn't know that that was going to happen, right? But do you remember that they played a short snippet of that? Uh, we were doing rehearsals, and they played a short snippet of that video. It got up to about, like, Colleen and Rashid, and then it stopped. And then it stopped. And and I assumed that that was it, and I didn't know what else to make of it, because there was no context. That's why when it started, I was just like, man, yes. this, this is all they're going to show? For sure. Right. Yeah, I was uh, disappointed uh, already like mm-hmm. when, the, when it started. And then, sure enough, there was way more to that video. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, was, I was very... Uh, I was surprised. I I'm very happily surprised, but I was surprised that they did it in that format because mm-hmm. it's it's just such a departure from how other parts of SF5 have gone. It's so much prettier. There's so much more love put into it, so much more time put into it. It implies lots of other things. Dude, and the most important thing, Capcom gets to control the information now. No more leaks. I mean, honestly, maybe it would have been hype in the past if there wasn't any leaks. Hmm. But everyone knew about Monat and Abigail and, and Zeku. That was like the number one leak list. And so basically last year was like, oh yeah, it is Zeku. And even though it's cool to see him, it still steals a lot of the thunder. Yeah. But Capcom being like, no, we're telling you who they are. And now no, like we'll give you the gameplay. People are going to get excited about that as well. So I just think it's just really smart. And now everyone knows what they're getting in that season yes. pass. So season three, like... Dude, I literally there was I, I think I saw like at least six or seven, you know, people in, in the theater swoon when Cody like came out. Like seriously, like I think I saw a few people faint, you know, like honestly. Like but you know, people are excited about this. They're now. definitely excited. Yeah. And it's just so nice. And, and there there are no there are people who are gonna try SF five season three. Mm-hmm. Didn't play at all in S in season two. Mm-hmm. Maybe they like bought the original game but they stopped 
Uh, and I know that because some of them are my friends, mm-hmm. and they've been talking about that. Like, wow, this is this looks like a departure. This looks like a new uh-huh, uh-huh. take on the game. I will try it again. Dude, so many people I've seen like, man, I'm not, I, I've lost all interest in this game, but I, I think I'll come back and try it now. Uh-huh, you know, there you go. Because it looks like they care, and it's just yeah, it's, uh, it's it was. So people were talking about this. It was it was really cool to see that video of. Uh, Alex Myers and Callisto uh, <laughs> reacting to Sakura. Sakura's announcement, right? You uh, saw my tweet about it, right, dude? It's my favorite tweet. I love this tweet. I was just like, Alex Myers looks like the dog in those videos where the serviceman comes home after two years. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> like, you, you see him, yeah. you can just picture Alex Myers at the door going, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You hear the guy walking up. That's what his footsteps yeah, sound like. Uh-huh. And then the guy opens the door and he's like, ah! You know, that's basically what it was, dude. For sure. Yeah, that was that was that was really cool to see. They both were legit. Excited. Oh yeah. There was yeah, no yeah. fakery about uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I talked with Callisto afterward. He was he was already like analyzing. It looks like her fierce is fast again. It looks like <laughs> uh, but we'll see. <laughs> but, but that was uh, that was very funny. Yeah. So that that was cool. Uh, what do you think about the characters that were announced? Um. I'm Blanca. I will say this. If they take the time to really redesign Blanca and make him like a little more animalistic, because like in the trailer, he's right. right yeah. Like if he's like a quick beast and they don't center his gameplay around a Blanca ball, right. like just get rid of the Blanca ball because the Blanca ball has never worked <laughs> as yeah. a move ever. Yeah. Because even if you change it to like three-frame startup like it would just be like what kind of shitty Blanca ball is it like it just doesn't feel right to me but if they can change Blanca I will be happy with that because then we can get Blanca in a form that I actually like did you <laughs> like ST Blanca I hate ST Blanca do you really oh I, I think he's very fun huh. I, I well okay I like him more in ST because he was a grappler character yes he was more and of a grappler that's what I would like to have him kind of be not the it's traditional the grappler, right? Uh huh. Not the traditional grappler, but maybe even give him a. I don't know. Like I'm not sure how it would work, but I, it's, I've always hated Blanca. Yeah. Like Blanca has always been like one of my least liked characters, and there's a reason why he's either super shitty or super buff in every game that he's in. He's never in the middle. He's either he sucks or he's super good. It's because his character design overall just doesn't lend itself to being. It's either going to be too powerful or not, depending on how you make the Blanca ball. It's just all it comes down well, to. So Yeah, I guess we'll see. So I'm not happy about Blanca, but you know what? If they change him enough, I'll accept him. Uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I want to see changes anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see the same characters, and, and that's not what they've done. Right. Uh, almost all of the returning characters are significantly different. Some mm-hmm. are, you know, Ryu is basically the same, but like... Cammy. Ca- okay, Cammy. Yeah. But most of the characters... Are, are different, and some are significantly different. Vega is a yeah. command motion, stance switch, command grab character. It's like super different uh-huh, than ever before. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so that's, it's not that's out of the fingers possibly. crossed. That's the figure. I love what they did to Zangief and Dalsum, for example. You right. know, so hopefully they can do something with that. If they can do that with Blanca, then I'll be okay with it. Uh, okay. Um, Sagat coming back. Sagat, I... You just eat one, dude. I just... I'm really, really hoping he's a zoning fireball yes, character. Yes, that is all I care about, too. And I don't know how they're going to do it, because so many people have a ways to kill fireballs, but like, if there's a way to do it, that would be really sick. Dude, I was having a conversation with um, with Derek 
Omni mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. We were talking about ideas on how to like fix it, and he came up with an idea that sounds really awful on paper, but then afterwards I was like, I kind of like this, which is nerf all the V triggers a little bit, and then just start them with a full meter, just alpha three it. <laughs> I think that would actually be kind of interesting. Actually. Oh, it might be fun, but I don't think they're going to make any significant changes no, like that. No, probably not. Probably not. But Sagat, if he's not a Fireball Zone character, I'll be sad. Yes, I would definitely be sad. be sad. That's all I want as well. I'll be and sad. And I also doubt it. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Uh, Cody coming back. This this feels like it's a Cody kind of game. Like I feel like Cody would fit very well into this game. Mm-hmm. Pressure character, frame traps, right? Some mid-range options. Uh, they could bring back the dodge. That I feel like that would be cool. Kind Dude, of cool. I was thinking V trigger activates the dodge. Yeah, I think that'd that be kind of cool, sick. right? Yeah. So I think I think there's a lot of cool ideas that you could do, and and I hope they change him a lot too, because I mean he yeah. has a move that's called Criminal Upper. You know, like now he's like now he's a not mayor. A yeah. Uh-huh. So I mean, the tornado came out of nowhere anyway. He didn't even have a tornado in Final Fight. So where the hell did this tornado came from? He learned it in jail, I guess. So I guess. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then the so we talked about Sakura also. Uh, in terms of how she she will play, I mean, I, it's more or less what I expected. You know, we saw mm-hmm. some of what she does, and that's like basically what I thought she right. would do. So that that's cool, and I'm happy for Sakura fans. That's fine. Falca and G. So I said this to you right okay. when they were revealed, and I was like, I'm really glad they still have some new characters. Oh, me too. In there, that it wasn't all re- returning characters because yep. as much as I know. Season two hasn't been the most popular idea, and it probably hurt that you, we, they weren't bringing back everybody's favorites and stuff like that. I love the fact that five of those characters were brand new. I'm so glad that we have these new characters in there. And so G and Falca, I'm actually really happy about. Yeah, dude, I am too. Uh, I don't know, obviously none of us knows how, the, how they're going to play, <laughs> but G just looks so weird. He's, he looks... <laughs> So much like Abe Lincoln. I just... He's even... He's given the little Uncle Sam Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's well, such a weird design. So there's two crazy theories about the character, right? Okay. The first one, which is probably the craziest theory, is that he's actually Greg from Bloody Roar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he looks just like him. Right. Right? And in one of the... In, in, in uh, Ed's story mode, one of the pictures with him and his gang has Falca in there, some weird thing with this crazy bird head thing, and a gorilla. There's a gorilla sitting there, and Greg turns into a gorilla in Bloody Roar. Yeah. <laughs> but that's still probably the craziest theory. The second one is he's actually going to end up being Q. So he's like previous Q and whatever, he'll get injured or whatever. Right. And then he'll eventually become. So if he has any sort of capture and uppercut moves, right. then, you know. Like he's, he's, a, he's a, what were the guys conjecturing? That he's like a Seth body, and there's like... One for every letter, <laughs> and Q was also a Seth body, like retroactively. Uh. <laughs> they ran out of numbers. They went from twelve, and then they started going the letters yeah, right, instead. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Oh, he just looks kind of weird, um, but interestingly weird. So I'm not, I'm not against it, I guess. And then Falca looks like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super inspired by how she looks, but we'll see how she plays. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they do something interesting with her. Who knows what the heck they're going to do with her, but we'll see. We'll see. But I, I do agree that I'm, I'm happy to see that there are a couple of new ones. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I'm probably most excited for Cody just because he just, I just think he just looks so slick now. I mean, dude, yeah. he looks sick now. He does look really cool, for sure. So. Uh, and even Blanca, in the, in the little picture that they put up of his face, 
even that looks different to me than how he's appeared in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think the one that I am most looking forward to uh, and dreading is Sagat. That's the one I'm, I have maybe the most investment in, just because even though I'm not going to use him, I'm not going to like zone with him. It's mm-hmm. not my kind, of, my kind of zoning. I want Dawson style zoning, not projectiles. But you just want the. But zoning I want that there. character to exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. So that wasn't it for SF Five Season Three. Um, oh yeah, there was there was announcements on the change on how fight money is going to work. Oh, I okay. I oh, what, what were you going to talk about? Just that it was playable there, or at least some builds oh, yeah, playable. Oh yeah, 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 of course, Capcom of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got a chance to try out a bunch of the V triggers <laughs> and some other stuff too. I didn't get a lot of, ch- of time myself, but I, I certainly looked into the V triggers for the characters that I am interested in, uh, and and a lot of them, a lot of the new ones seem interesting. Um, I still think that it will probably be the case that most characters have a V trigger that they use. And they don't really use the other one. Mm-hmm. Maybe some matchup choices, but probably for the most part, just, you know, you got right. the choice. What um, do you think about changing V-triggers if you're the winner in a tournament and they change characters? I, you know, that, that's... I've always been cool with that. I was cool with that in... MK uh, for variations, or...? Uh, it ended up not being viable. They're just too different. But oh, wow. um, in Third Strike, people would change supers. In oh, between, yeah, okay. You know, like oh. stuff like that was... We used to do that back in the arcade. Mm-hmm. Now, so it's not something I'm opposed to. Um, anyway, so I tried Geefs. Geefs is a is an SPD. It gives him access to an SPD that does crazy good damage, and it also gives him access to comboing into his SPD. In which case, the SPD does not do extra damage. Oh, okay, okay. It's just like button button regular damage, or maybe okay. even less. It's very little. Okay. Um, so I don't know about that. We'll see. Dawson's looks like there's going to be a lot of cool tricks. Catastrophe that mm-hmm. you can move with your. Uh, Flame and Gale, and uh, Bison with Psycho Crusher and Command Grab. Like there's just there's from Bob cool Max. What he talked to me about, he sounded really happy with that V trigger. Yes, yeah, he I sounded talked to him really too. happy about that. Mm-hmm. Cami has a real hooligan now. Oh, that's right. I don't think it's going to be better because I think, oh, like yeah. for example, if you combo into it, it's just not going to do as much damage. It'll be more like a, it has a cool mix up in it. But the thing about it is, like, there's no way I'm not going to use it. Because the other one is just so goddamn boring. So, you know, like... But I just, if you were playing in tournament competing, do you think that V-Trigger 1 is better probably still? Probably better, because it's just that you get a free super. Like, right. free almost two supers every round, right? right? So it's just... It's such a nice thing to have. Gives you a free dive kick in, you know what I mean? Although this one, you do get access to that command dash. And it yeah, will cool. let you combo off of this. So, for example, if you do low fierce into... Um, v trigger and V trigger one for max range. All you got was drill right. into uppercut, right, or drill into setup. Mm-hmm. And this one, low fierce, it'll cancel into the forward dash because you can start it in the forward dash or the hooligan. Yeah. So you can cancel forward dash, strong fierce, you know, back strong fierce, and oh, okay. roundhouse. I'm sorry, strong That's roundhouse right. into the you know stuff like that, and then get some mix ups off of that. Okay, you can combo off the hooligan throw and things like that. Oh. So yeah, so there's some. Yeah, interesting okay, that might be that might yeah. be cool. Uh, Fangs was definitely better than the v-, v Trigger One. His V Trigger One wasn't changed, as far as we could tell. It's mm-hmm. still terrible. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, his second V Trigger has the same benefit of V Trigger One, which is you can press a button and cancel into it and combo. Mm-hmm. Still there in exactly the same way. But on top of that, up balls are way bigger. There's a splash at the bottom that has its own hitbox. Uh, you can cancel into up ball into command dash without spending meter. Uh, it's it's just like way 
obviously the better yeah. choice. Yeah, you have to. Cho- well, you pick the character. So Shoegazer's asking, do you have to choose which V-Trigger you want before the match? You oh, basically oh. pick the character, wait till the opponent picks the character, then you pick the V-Trigger right there. Both of you. Then yeah, uh-huh. So you only pick the V-Trigger after the opponent picks the character. Now, um, one interesting thing about Fang, though, is that someone actually pointed out there's a command list somewhere. And um, there's a move listed... That, which is his V skill that has a V trigger one symbol next to it. So there might be oh. a buffed V skill in V trigger one that we didn't we know didn't about. We didn't test that. Yeah, there okay. might, it could be a situation. The one major improvement to Fang, honestly, though, is every time someone took the poison, he gained a buttload of V trigger meter now. I would say it's four V skills to build up a bar of V trigger, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's, it yeah. moves quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he seems like he's going to be a better character, but uh, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really get a chance to test more than that. I heard about other things. Oh, right. no, I tested Nikali's, right? Both of oh, his V-Triggers right. are the same, except for V-Trigger 1 now has this leaping move, and V-Trigger 2 has basically a very short-range lore fireball. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's, that's all that I tested. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have very much uh, There was time. a few other things that I had just heard from a lot of people, but unfortunately I don't really have the details on that. Well, the, the main thing that I've heard is that, um, is, is with respect to throws. So there have been, sounds like some characters were changed in terms of frame data and like a little bit of like setups and stuff. <laughs> Anti-air jab for Nikali apparently was worse. Uh, but, but the... Command throws, right? Yeah, it sounds like the, the biggest game-wide change is that all command grabs have more recovery and most throws lose positioning after oh, the throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Regular okay, throws. Okay, okay. So both of those are nurse to the throw mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, in general, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which is, I guess, kind of an understandable change. Um, people seem very hurried that, by SF5 mix-ups. It happens to me, too, and I don't know why. I feel like <laughs> the dumbest person for getting like, hurried. Oh, no, they're in my face. Well, all they can do is throw me. Who cares? Right. Uh-huh. There's no overheads. Uh-huh. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but I, I, I feel it too. Uh, so I guess that's a reaction to to sort of yeah. everybody who's worried like about throws. Apparently, so the much. command throws are so negative now that you could backdash out of it and jump and still get a full combo on them. Right. So that's going to be. I mean, I. I think that sucks. It, it does suck. I. You know what? I, the one thing that I will say that I. One of my probably uh, bigger complaints about Street Fighter V is the universalization of a lot of things. I'm with you. I'm actually set, like, Cami Sweep has no range, right? So why not make that one less negative than other ones? Why, why is every sweep minus 12? You know what I mean? Every overhead is minus 3, except for the really long ones, you know? Why does every command throw have to... Why not make some characters have better command throws? I'm 100% command with throws, you, man. So. Well, we'll see. I, you know, nobody knows if these are the final changes or if that's right. the final yeah, bill. Exactly. Impossible to say. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But I did think that that was uh, an interesting and sort of um, not out of the realm of possibility as a final uh, change right. with, with respect mm-hmm. to throws. I can totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I haven't heard of any other seeming game-wide changes. Right. Just little changes about frame data here and there. That's all I've heard. Right. We'll see. Uh, also, so this was just literally announced today, posted December 14th, is extra battle mode details and changes in earning fight money. Okay. So they're going to add an extra battle. So I'll just read this. This was posted by Andy Wong from Capcom. Oh, 
bodied. Bodied. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says here, how does extra battle work? Every month there will be at least one crossover costume up for grabs, which can only be obtained by playing extra battle mode with fight money. Here's the flow of how to go about getting these extra costumes. Each crossover costume requires you to compete four challenges that take place over the span of a month, one challenge per week. Each time you attempt one of these challenges, you must spend 2,500 fight money. In other words, if you successfully complete each of the weekly challenges in one go, you can get that extra battle costume for 10,000 fight money. Uh, Once you complete all four challenges, the crossover costume of that month is yours. And then finally, these changes are time exclusive, so make sure to log in each time to complete them, especially if you have your eyes on that month's crossover Hmm. costume. Okay, interesting. Sounds kind of cool, and especially if you actually see what the costumes look like. The costumes are... They're pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean... That's that's pretty awesome. It's Rasheed. That's Rasheed. And then here's Chun-Li uh, from a Star Gladiator's character. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, going on the knees there, jeez. Oh, that's just the that's outfit. The that's just the outfit. And yeah. then look at this. Nash is Captain Commando. Oh, cool. That's actually pretty cool. And uh, there's going to be more. That, those are the three that they've shown so far. Hmm. So they're really, really cool. But the crazy thing about this is it really just doesn't feel like that there's... The way that they changed out... To obtain fight money is kind of weird. Well, it says extra battle will also offer a way to obtain fight money so you have enough to attempt each week's challenges. Every few weeks, a golden Shadowloo soldier will appear separately from the weekly crossover costume challenges, giving you an opportunity to earn a decent amount of fight money throughout 2018. Bust out your skills against these goons and replenish your fight money stash. Okay. Now, this is the part that seems a little contentious with people. I've seen some people upset about this. Is oh, yeah? changing the ways to earn fight money. Beginning January 16th, modes that offered one-time finite batches of fight money will no longer do so. Like what? So this includes character stories, the general story, trials, survival, demonstrations. If you haven't completed these modes yet, you, there's still a few weeks left to do so before the changes occur in January. So basically, you won't be able to gain some free fight money by completing trials and stuff like that, which means I need to go and complete all those things to get my fight money that I want right now. Um, If you're a new player and worried about getting enough fight money to get to the crossover costumes, you can still gain experience points from all modes except for the general story. You receive fight money each time a character gains a level, and playing through each character's story is a great way to quickly gain experience points for each character. Do this for all 28 characters, and you'll be a proud owner of at least 200,000 fight money. Combine this amount with fight money earned through online battles and recurring missions, and you have plenty of use for extra battle mode, additional characters, costumes. In other words, the problem with this, in my opinion, is that they're doing that thing again where basically you have to play online to earn some battle money. There's no, like, one-player way to do it anymore outside of just this psycho soldier coming out of the blue every once in a while. Like, I, there's, like, not a good way to earn fight money. So, like, my brother wanted to buy the game, and he's like, oh, man, do I have to earn fight money to do all this stuff? And I was like, don't worry, just beat all these trials and do all these things, and you should be able to get some characters, but that's not going to be the case. It, didn't it say that stories, character stories still builds it? It says that character stories will give you experience, and characters, when you level them up, gain you fight money. So by playing the, their story mode will give you some of their experience, and then you can earn money through leveling them up, but the story doesn't directly give you fight money. I see. That seems kind of like a little hiding of the ball. Yeah. Uh, how much... I don't know if you know. 
Is somebody constructing something? It might be my neighbor in their garage right on the other side, like building something in his garage, to be honest with you. So Okay. It's not shots. It's all good. Don't worry, it's not it's not Silent Hill. There's no crazy thing going on in the background. There's no Akira Yamamoka music going on, so uh, um <laughs> But yeah, so it's anyway. basically... Alright, so some changes there. to how that stuff works. Yeah. So, we'll see how that pans out. I mean, the, the weekly challenges thing just didn't even pan out at all, so... You know, I found out last week how to get... You know, when you when you pop up, when you uh, sign in, mm-hmm. and it pops up with, like, here's the whatever you gotta do? Mm-hmm. I, I so didn't care about that, that I just mashed through every time. And I never knew how to actually scroll through. I just was like, mm, why are you just scrolling? Just get, get me out of here, get me out of here. I just literally just panicked out of it. Until this week, I actually like, I was like, I should learn how this works. All you gotta do is press down. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I literally hated it so much, I was just like, oh, get me out of here. Yeah, I just didn't. So I don't, I don't care. But uh, yeah, hopefully for other people who, who do care. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be all right. But uh, on top of that, is there anything else you wanted to say about Street Fighter Season Three? Uh, looks looks cool. Oh, the we we did see the new user interface and whatnot, the um, heads up display. Oh yeah, 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 in matches, in, in matches, matches. It, yeah. it looks nicer. Yeah, there's definitely the whole gold theme is definitely something to do with G. It has something to do because G is all about money. His arms were gold in the trailer and everything mm. like that. So I think that whole aesthetic wasn't just like all of a sudden it's like Vegas and Street Fighter. I think it has something to do with G. I really do. Interesting. I think it would be kind of cool if they had some way to to demarcate different seasons. If like this one is like the gold one because G is there, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. and the next one is some other you know theme because some other characters there. That'd be right. kind of cool. So, I mean, anyway. he might be the actual main bad guy of, like, the Street Fighter Five arcade mode, who knows, or whatever, like that, so. Alrighty. But, they also have another announcement at Capcom Cup, which I am super excited about. So, I was told that they wanted to use my voice on a trailer. Oh, man, yes. I was told, but they wouldn't tell me what it was for. <laughs> right. They would, they, like, this is a, honestly what they told me. They are like, it's just going to be for a collection. And the first thing I thought was, oh, cool, probably Alpha Collection. We'll probably get an Alpha Collection. And then the trailer came out, and they're giving us 12 games. Yeah. They're giving us Street Fighter 2, Champion Edition, Hyper Fighting, Super, Super Turbo, uh, Street Fighter 1, mm-hmm. Alpha 1, Alpha 2, Alpha 3, Street Fighter 3, New Generations, Second Impact, and Third Strike. Yeah. They're giving us 12 games in one package. But they left off a couple of the Street Fighter 2 games. What, like, anniversary? Oh. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already released that sort of Da-da-da. for the Switch. But anyways, but four of those games are getting online play. This is going to be on PC. Yeah. This is going to be on all the Switch. It's going to be on the Nintendo yes. Switch. I'm in there for that. Dude. So, uh, Alpha 3, which is an odd... I mean, a lot of people wish they had Alpha 2, but it's going to be Alpha 3, Super Turbo, Hyper Fighting, and Third Strike are going to have online play. I do wish that it was Alpha 2, but at the same time, I'm already getting a lot. Yeah, exactly. Hard to be super critical. But the thing about it is, like, regardless of what this... Okay, two thoughts. Two thoughts. I have two thoughts on this. One, I'll just say this right now. 
they have set themselves up. Oh, God, have they set themselves oh, up. Oh, yeah. When they said arcade perfect play. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Because now anything less than that will be a disappointment, right? I hope. So I don't, I don't want it to be, or maybe I wouldn't care if it wasn't entirely arcade perfect. I don't need... Like handcuffs to be back, <laughs> right in right. Warrior. Like I don't need uh-huh. like the game breaking glitches can go away. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But everything else that is gameplay glitch, all that stuff needs to be there. Honda needs to have stored, stored Ocho, yeah, you know I mean? uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and stored super. So same with Chun Li. Q has to be throw invincible when he goes from crouching to standing. Mm-hmm, uh, Kuma mm-hmm. forward strong has to be unthrowable. Like there needs to be. Unblockables in right. third strike. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like all that stuff needs Crouch to be there. Canceling infinite for Crouch Alpha canceling. Three. I mean, I, that would be the one that I wouldn't mind if they got rid of it. But yeah, it's got to be there. So one, they set themselves up. But two, if they can pull this off, I think that this is going to be such an important thing because for a, a historic and archival purposes, mm. if they can make it accurate and to have it all in one game like that, I think it's just. Nobody else has done anything like this. Every time they do a collection, like even Capcom themselves, Mega Man Collection was like one through six, and then like seven through ten is on a different one, you know, whatever like that. But they put 12 freaking games on it. They could have easily split that into two different games that you had to buy. It could have been three. It could have been Street Fighter 2 series, Alpha series, Third Strike series. Exactly. The fact that they're putting it all on one thing is really impressive. And it to me... Uh, it's just like as an old school fan like this is one of the most beautiful things yeah, ever um, and honestly like this next year I, I just want to like spend a week one week be like go bust it out on like fight cater or mame or something like that and be like here's street fighter 2 let me show you the craziness in this game mm-hmm. and then next week here's champion edition mm-hmm. oh that would be really cool hyper fighting and show what things changed and how they affected the scene and stuff like that that would be very be interesting really neat. i think that'd be really neat so well, that's cool. A3 Music is trash. Get out of here, guest parry god. What are you talking Band. about? Band. Band. Unbelievable. 100%. Oh, he's doing it. He's typing in the box. Band. S- slash band. Oh, yes. he's doing it. Parry god, right? There we go. You're done. No, I typed the wrong name. Oh. Well, <laughs> he survives. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. yeah, it's a really cool announcement. Unexpected, mm-hmm. especially and, being on Switch. But uh, awesome news. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, just from a personal standpoint, I'm really proud that that's what my voice got yeah, put on. I was that's like, very cool. That's a cool, like if it was just like some random thing, I would have been like, man. <laughs> but like to have it there, I thought that was really cool. So. Very, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You want to take a break before we get to Battle for the Stones? Uh, sure. Okay. That's fine. We'll talk about Marvel Infinite in general after that. Yep, exactly. So, all right. Be right back, guys. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, check out this cool water bottle that they gave us. So, it's PlayStation themed, Mm -hmm. but it's even further PlayStation themed. Look at that. Pretty cool. Which part? Oh, yeah. What was the first PlayStation theme that you showed? That oh, one. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I just like the and fact... It's, like, it's very nice quality. And I know? just like when you hit the button, how the lid just kind of goes... Whoop. Yeah, this is it's nice. very. It really aerates the water, too. If you notice that? Like, it comes mean? out of it really easily. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Some, some yeah, water yeah. bottles, you have to kind of struggle with it. But no, mm-hmm. this comes out great. Yeah, you can lock that, It's got that a little too. lock here. Yeah. It's kind of a nice water bottle, to be honest with you. Nice little thing. 
Nice work. I appreciate it. So, let's talk about Battle for the Stones. Mm-hmm. Which also happened this past weekend, of course. First day of it was the same day as the Last Chance Qualls, as we had mentioned previously for right. Street Fighter. You know, it came in with a bunch of silly rules, and I wasn't... I was kind of not stoked for that. But at the same time... I thought it'd be interesting to see how it played out. What's mm-hmm. the strategy people would use surrounding it and so forth. So, you know, it had both those sides. And, of course, I I sat there and watched. And I, whenever I was not commentating Street Fighter, I was watching Marvel. Right. Now, I do want to answer one question in there that uh, Whereas Charlie G- Lee asked is how did Chris G get a time stone and loser side? When we got there, uh, we were clarified that when you beat someone, if they have five stones, you can only take one of them. Yeah. So, basically, Chris G had two stones... And when he got beaten, they took one of them and gave him the other one. Basically. Which he carried through losers. Which he carried through losers, exactly. So there were a bunch of things that were changed either, or or else I we hadn't understood properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who knows, I guess. But uh, that was not how we understood it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then furthermore, on the actual day of, a bunch of things were done differently. Like, remember when I asked whether Time Stone Person could prevent Space Stone Person from switching, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even though Time Stone Person wasn't actually playing against Space Stone Person? Mm -hmm. Well, that happened in the event. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why, (laughs) but, like, that was, like, very much a clarification. I asked about it. Right. But it happened anyway, so I don't know, man. I mean, I heard people on stream that were watching it said that they enjoyed it. They had a good time with it. Like the the match that Stealth and um, Ryan LV had, where Ryan LV messed up Stealth's buttons, and Stealth actually fought and like almost beat Ryan LV. Yeah. Like Yipes and Ringe were hilarious on that. Yeah. So shout outs to them. And that was a fun tournament. I thought it yeah. was fun, but obviously, just having it as an exhibition tournament. And we'll get into this. I mean, that's MBCI's future. I think did hurt. The, the hype for it a little bit and kind of the legitimacy and it's kind of unfortunate that you know it, it, it doesn't feel like that the game has quite yet had that take it seriously moment yet you know what I mean mm-hmm. because Battle for the Stones is kind of it's kind of wonky so by, by Capcom I mean. mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah well that seems right no um, I, I like I said I liked wait hang on hey alright we're back yeah sick yeah, no, neutrality jokes. Yeah, it's or cap cops, uh, one or the other, right? Okay, all right. Um, so I thought I thought it was a fun idea. I watched a bunch of it. I liked that they did, they played in the audience. I don't know if people at home saw this or heard this, but whenever somebody announced that they were going to use a stone, they had like a track that was like reality stone, right? Uh-huh. And like red lighting everywhere, you know, in the actual audience. Uh-huh. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, but um, the tournament um, was uh, dude. The, the craziest thing about the tournament was the trophy. That trophy, the Thanos Gauntlet, which I heard cost a pretty penny to make, like was ridiculous. Yes, that thing was so Amazing. beautiful, so beautiful. Oh my god! You see, like Cloud Eight Hundred Five actually put out a video where he's like wearing it, like yeah, yeah, and like. He was asking the Avengers if he could try to get the stars to sign it or something like that. That'd be yep. so sick. He had a really high-rated post on Reddit about it, too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was very cool. Yeah, nice. it's, a, it's a beautiful trophy, no, no doubt about it. 
Yeah. The matches were good. All the things I got mm-hmm. to see, they were good. You know, speaking of uh, whichever one switched the buttons around, now I don't even recall. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Justin was practicing for that. Really? Like, a lot. Yeah, because his opponent first round was the guy who Felt, had... or No, I forgot who it was. Yeah, yeah but keep going. I don't remember, but it was the guy who had that stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Justin expected that to, to be used. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it was second round. In any case, he was practicing for it. And then the guy didn't end up using it. And Justin was like, why wouldn't you just use it? <laughs> he thought so they should weird. use it. That's was weird. it Timo? Oh, was it Timo? Oh, okay. Dang. Okay. Yeah, but he was, he was talking to me about his strategy. As long as I know where my fierce button is and my jab button is, I'll be fine. I'll just, oh. I just know where to dash. I'm just gonna do air dash H with Ultron. Like I just, right. like he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was game planning around that's it. Cool. You know? it was okay. Cool. Okay. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But um. Anyway, talk about the results here. Where we got? Thirteenth place was Viscamp, who actually uh, in the first match, like everyone was like, "Oh, this is gonna be free." He went down 0-2. He tied it to 2-2. He did. He so made it very out, close. Yeah. It was literally the last decision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so shout-outs to, uh, to him. He, he actually... There's, I, I thought he dropped a combo, but it's actually a drop that he does on purpose for a reset, and it just didn't work, unfortunately. Uh. So, But uh, Vissant was in 13th place. Uh, Kane Blue River was there. Brian Casagano, as well as Aliun. Mm-hmm. So they were all tied for 13th place. Tied for 9th was Splice F-Champ. F-Champ did not do very well in this no. tournament at all. Uh, Timo... Kazunoko and Sacktap. And I want to say that I think one of the most interesting sights that I saw, I can only assume it was Sacktap's mom. <laughs> That's right. She's walking into the venue. It's like this older lady with a shirt that said Sacktap on it. It's true. Yes. <clears throat> Seventh place was Flocker, who did really well, actually, and Moise. Fifth place was Rise Richard, New- Richard Wynn and Echo Fox's Justin Wong. Fourth place was Stealth. Third place, Splice Ryan LV. Second place, EG's New York Chris G. And first place was Fort Cloud 805. Yeah. It was very interesting results. You know, Moise mm-hmm. being up there in the top eight. Same with Stealth. Uh, Flocker, who people like didn't even know if he was really playing in that. He's using Mega Man. Yeah, with Mega Man, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, or X, whatever. Right, yeah. Or ass, as it sounds like. Ass. Sounds like you yeah. yeah. Uh, those were really interesting results. That's not what people picked going into mm-hmm. it, for sure. So uh, it was very cool to see. Shout out to Cloud805. Yeah. Although I almost got killed by all the SoCal people because I was like secretly kind of like, I was like, I kind of want Chris G to win because oh, I know he, he loves trophies so much and that trophy would have been like the ultimate thing for Chris G and then basically like a bunch of SoCal people almost killed me. So I'm sorry about that. I'm happy that Cloud805 won. He's one of my favorite players. So Yeah, he's from my home county. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Old Ventura County. But uh, shout out he's to Cloud805. He's from the city of Oxnard. That's a real city name. Why would that not be a real city name? Oxnard? <laughs> really? I don't mean why. All right, fine, fine. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, it was good stuff. It was a fun tournament. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see, hopefully, this year. Let's just talk about the future of Marvel. Let's just do this. Is there anything else you want to mention about this? Uh, yeah, surprising to see F-Champ in ninth. Yeah, you know, but in the wrong version of the game. Well, I'm no, just but yeah. <laughs> but interestingly, although that surprises me, in talking with some players before the tournament started, we asked them, or maybe I don't remember if you were there, mm-hmm. but I asked them, I guess, if they were worried about F Champ winning. Is F Champ going to win this thing? And they were like, "Why would F Champ win? 
Like they were, like they went into this thinking F champ's not going to be good. Well, he hasn't been doing well in the NorCal tournaments that, that they've was been their, playing. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. so they, they yeah he hasn't even been doing there very well. So yeah, man. so well, like like I said, I think it's very cool to see some players in the top eight that we may not have expected. But, yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, there's definitely still a bunch of names that I'm sad that weren't there. Obviously, Oliver was sad not that he's not there. I just don't feel like that this tournament is right without clockwork being there. Mm. Oh, man. But, yeah, it was cool If only stuff. he'd been able to be there and get ninth place. Damn. Same with Oliver, I guess. Uh, All right, yeah, yeah, So enough about the results then. <laughs> uh, talk about Marvel in general. As I said before, there were 15 people in the audience. If that many. If that many. It was, it was tough. And the people who were there were sparse. There were, like, the players who were actually playing in the first two rows. They were actually mm-hmm. there. And then some of their friends and maybe, like, three or four dedicated, loud <laughs> right, Marvel uh-huh. heads. Because that definitely right. was there. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, there were, like, in intermixing, just sparse people. The guy was eating his lunch there. He was just sitting by himself. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that kind of thing. So it was, it was rough. It was very rough. And uh, I felt... I felt sad about it on Sunday, on finals mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. felt like Marvel was treated like how Street Fighter was treated at ESL Brooklyn Beatdown oh, year one. Oh, yeah. Where it was okay, like, okay. not really why anybody was there. Right. Ten people cared about it. Well, don't Let's for- just show the grand finals. Yeah, but don't forget, even in year two, you know, all the Street Fighter talent got kicked out of the... The, the, the talent room. So. That's true. It was pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> By a certain somebody. In any case, talk about uh, that sometime, but yeah, uh, no, it, that's that's what made me think of it. Was just you know not even to have top four or something, mm-hmm, top three mm-hmm. winners finals, finals. Finals. Yeah, it was just you know it was disappointing, and uh, the the stream. You know, I, f- I felt like it got reasonable numbers considering it's, a brand it's new on channel. Battle for the Stones. Yeah, right. It's literally a three-month-old channel right now. Right. But still, it's not great, right? It's not to, like, write home about. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, it's a little golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Know, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, it, definitely disappointing. Definitely disappointing. And moving forward, I got to tell you, not a lot of people are bullish about it. Mm-hmm. You know, in conversations with... With players there, some of them aren't planning to continue playing it at at that level. Right, right. They're preferring to concentrate on Street Fighter, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball, Injustice, whatever Tekken, they talked about. Yeah. Tekken, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, that is also disappointing, you know. So, no announcements for the game. Yeah, like at, like at either that was either. Kind of a- you know, next year we're going to have a season or any characters. Right, or, uh-huh, uh-huh. They did just come out with some characters. Mm-hmm. It's not like nothing mm-hmm. is happening for the game. But it's it's not... You're not stoked about how it's looking. Right. The problem with it, honestly, they just tried to do it too fast. You know what I mean? They just tried to do the whole thing set up in three months, you know, with this crazy thing. And I Well, just, you know, they, it was, they had to do... They had to do it quickly. I mean, that was mm-hmm, when the game was coming out, right? Right. It's, I'm sure that the guys who do the esports stuff are, don't have any control over that. So they, you know, you got to plan for that. But I don't, 
it's it just it's unfortunate how it has how it has gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be unfortunate if those players stopped playing it. I'm not gonna say who because it'd be bad right, news. Right. But um, there were a few. Who I mean, there's a lot of people who said they're gonna keep playing it though. And, That's for and, sure. And, I mean, obviously, yes. this got a little bit stirred up by Wizard right. posting up his tweet. Was like, oh, uh, blow up Tuesday is Marvel dead? You know, yes, no, pull kind of thing. And yeah, and then somebody replied something like, "Is this, is this about whether it's going to be at evil or not?" Mm-hmm. And then Wizard said, "It'll help us make that decision." Right. Yeah. Uh, that was not great. Well, it's weird because, like, in a way, do you feel like he's trying to kickstart the community a little bit, like get them to like try to up? Because, I mean, it's kind of like that KOF article, right? After that KOF article, and all the KOF players are like, oh, let's do stuff. It's true. Right? So I, I'm wondering if it's that's kind of the same effect, you know? I'm, I'm kind of hoping for that kind of situation. Oh, I, sure. I hope that that happens, that, and that may be a result. S- certainly there were people in the community after that conversation who, who talked a lot about yeah, uh-huh. trying, to, trying to get going. great threads on that. He did. You know, he had a great thread about that whole thing. I, I'm... I don't really believe that that was with Mr. Wizard's goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think that, but that may be a consequence of it. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, <laughs> I, I've just been using this word the whole time. Keep going with it. It's disappointing. <laughs> disappointing to see that tweet. Um, you know, he, they they gave KOF a chance, even though the game seemed like it didn't have much of a big scene. Right. And then uh-huh. when Evo came, it actually didn't have that big of a scene. Right. Like it was not. There wasn't mm-hmm. like a big switch. Um, and Although, at the time, I said that I wish there were some other games that had been... I wanted Killer Instinct and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still felt like it was certainly legit to be there. This is a new game. Like, I, I get it. Uh, and it, the Grand Finals were awesome. Right. It was a really, really good top eight. Uh, but they gave it a chance. And, and I would like to see them do the same with Marvel. You know, Pokken was there. Yeah. Nobody knew whether Pokken would have a scene or not. <laughs> Ended up be, having one. Right. right? But oh. nobody knew at the time. Uh, so I would like to see it. I would be yeah. disappointed if it wasn't there. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the hardest part, I mean, we did that during that wish list. Remember, we did the seven game wishes. Now, if it was seven games, I think Marvel's in big trouble. If they actually go up to nine games or eight or nine games, I think there's a much better chance for Marvel to get in there. So I think it's really just going to depend on that, to be honest with you. And in fact, I don't know. I just... I, I I guess I believe in the Marvel community because, you know, what they did for UMVC3 was really cool. Although, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was talking about on Twitter and, you know, poor Kinder Party, he was just like, man, but you don't even know, like, the financial burden that it put on all of us, you know, to, to do that much and then basically just kind of have no future with it because there's really no UMVC3 and it doesn't feel like the game's getting supported because, like you said, it's not even announcements. Like, are we going to get any more characters or are we just going to have lopsided character red-blue boxes for the rest of our lives, you know? That almost seems fitting, but yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if this is something we want to talk about now, but obviously Disney and Fox happened. Right. So Disney bought out Fox, and so they own... Well, assuming that goes through. Right. They own the X-Men again. Right. If it goes through. And they own the Simpsons, which I read, and I was like, this is weird. Like, the Simpsons are a Disney cartoon now. Like, something about that to me just, like, didn't quite click in my head but regardless they theoretically now yeah they have um the x-men 
And so putting the X-Men in the game could definitely be a shot in the arm that the game needs. You know? That's true. That's true. Yeah. That sounds like a far-off prospect, but, uh, but I guess that could be. Um, in the meantime, for this coming year, I almost feel like people should plan for there not to be anything. Plan for there not to be a pro tour or whatever. Well, the, and then the, if it comes, cool. But like, to plan for that and to have the thoughts of like, let's we're gonna run this like we run Guilty Gear, mm-hmm. and it's just it's us. We're the community. We're just we're doing it ourselves. We don't need like some long pro tours. Just show up to the monthlies, show mm-hmm. up to the weeklies, show up to the majors, and like go into it thinking that that's how it's gonna be. Because I feel like it, it's that's better than. And the opposite of thinking that there's going to be a pro tour and sort of putting your hopes on that. And then if it doesn't appear, now you're really disappointed right. and you're, and you don't want to do stuff anymore. And, so and, that's, and that's honestly, I feel. I feel like the curl, if they did a curly circuit again, for example, this year, right? Like, I feel like that would be easier and more exciting to run because you just don't have to deal with Marvel that way. Unless Marvel just comes in and puts the kibosh on the whole entire thing, right? Which could theoretically happen, but I don't know. It just seems like small fish, right? Like, what are they bothering with that? So if the community can just run a curly circuit thing yeah. and they run it nicely and, you know, it's Kinder Party and Angelic and Yipes yeah. and Persia and all those guys doing all that work for that again, I think that could be a cool thing. And it might even turn out to be a little bit easier and a little bit Maybe. more fun. It wouldn't be as big prize pools or prize money or stuff like that, but, right. you know... That's not necessarily what it's about a right. lot of the times, right? It's about yeah. just playing a game that you enjoy and having sure. fun. So, I've For always sure. said that I think the community has more to say about whether a game lives or dies than anything else. And a lot of oh, people yeah. are like, oh, that's not true at all. It really depends on the companies and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, there's a little bit to it there, but... I refuse to throw my hands up and be like, oh, the company doesn't support it. Game's dead. What can we do? Like, I really, I, yeah. I'd rather believe that people could save it and do something cool than to just think, oh, no support. Game's dead. So I'm with you. I really don't want a passive community. That's mm-hmm. I would think that would super suck. Yes. If it was just the community just thought, well, hey, the developer or publisher has got to do all the things. Just give it to us. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. shouldn't do stuff. It's not about us having to do anything. It's just the, they should do it. It's your right. game. Um, but that's not, that's so different from how the history of the FGC has been. And I think that's really valuable history. Mm-hmm. I would not want to see that go away. That, that mindset of that. We are the game. Basically the community is right, the game. Yeah, yeah. developer, publisher there. You know, they can be involved. That's fine, I guess. But like, that's not what it's about. I mean, someone I don't act- want to see that go by. Someone actually said like, there's, I don't, there's not much history of a game succeeding without, developer support or like or community hyping up a game and i was like dude third strike wasn't even at emo 2002 right they got they were the ones that got that in there and then melee is like the perfect example right melee is like one of the biggest games at at tournaments Mm -hmm. and it still has no support Mm -hmm. and it's been doing that this whole entire time largely in due to documentaries and and getting themselves back into evo and stuff like that well that's the start of it right but at this point it's got Uh, some momentum so exactly uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm not super optimistic about the future for Marvel Infinite. Uh, I, if, if I had like some client who was like, hey, should I play, I, I can play one video game professionally. What should it be? Not Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but for the rest of the community, I do think that it can still be a strong community game. Think about every week at uh, uh, NLBC. 
thousands of people are there to watch Marvel. It's still the game that they right. show every yeah, week. Yeah, they show a little uh, bit of other games too, but it's mostly Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely one of those people watching. Right. I, I watch that for sure. Uh, so there's there there's something there. It's not nothing, mm-hmm. but I'm not terribly optimistic about yeah. how it's going to go. Oh, we'll see what happens. We'll see if Capcom announces anything. Like, they didn't even announce a pro tour next year. Like, there was literally nothing they announced. And so it's just really suspect. But again, like I said, it feels like maybe they, they'd be better off without having to worry maybe. about Marvel breathing down their necks and stuff like that. Again, I like the game. I think it's fun. The patch just came out. New characters have been added. I think there's going to be some cool things going on there. Um, I need to get back into the game. Hey, did you see... Uh... Oh man, now who's who was it? Somebody was posting sick tech for your team. Hawkeye Black Panther? Yeah. Really? Yes. I didn't see that. It was filthy that. rich. Really? He was Yo, doing he was, the same one? Yes. He was showing like 8K combos with, with those dudes. He like sick setups, mix Did ups. Did he steal my team? I don't know how he came onto that team, but I'm telling you, he's showing some stuff for it. I should have talked to him. I saw him at Capcom Cup. I should have asked him. That man is a really good tech monster. Oh, yeah. he's one of the best, dude. He's one of the best. Always has so, been. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Rich, man. Uh, anything else you wanted to say about MVCI's future or anything like that? Well, uh, I hope people keep playing the game. Have you tried out the new characters yet? Oh, we talked about that last week. We talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. We did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I still play it. Like the only fighting game that I played since the end of Capcom Cup, which was like three days ago, it's not forever, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is Marvel. Oh, okay. Um, just because I had I had not been playing Marvel, I'd only been playing Street Fighter to prepare right. for Capcom uh-huh, Cup, uh-huh. but. I missed playing Marvel Infinite, so I, I've been playing it in the last few days. Okay, cool. uh, I really hope I really hope other people do too. Like I said, I'm not okay. super optimistic. I just played some Tekken again today to test out the hey, input lag yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk about talk that. Talk about that. Bit. Okay, cool. Um, I do play on PC, and yeah, it took a little while to find a match. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about a few other big things that happened this weekend in the game news here. Unfortunately, it's super generic because there are some bombs that were dropped. Bombs, huh? Soul Calibur Six. Soul Calibur Six was a thing all along. Oh my dude. god! I just had no belief. I really didn't think that that was actually going to be a thing. But sure enough, here it is. Soul Calibur Six. Dude, it looks sick. It looks super fast. Yeah. So. so there's there's a ten minute like gameplay there. I didn't plus see comp- that. Yeah, it's it's gameplay plus like developer interview. Okay. And during the interview, <laughs> uh, anyway, during the interview they're showing gameplay and it's it's fast, dude. Like, oh it's, yeah. It, oh. Damn. You know, movement was always pretty good in that game in Soul Calibur. Like, it was never, like, a slow game, especially uh-huh, in uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but it, su- it looked super fast. That's cool. Yeah, okay. so it looked okay. it looked really interesting, and they talked a little bit about the, the game design. You know, they're, they're, they're putting in the slow the slowdown stuff, like Tekken has. Oh, nice! That's okay, okay, okay. Nice. Uh, but not... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I did not realize this was going to be happening with my neighbors. Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Anyway, it looked, it looked cool. <laughs> yeah, it I just can't really believe cool. it's a real thing. I just, I, I, that was like one of the ones that I was just like, there's no way this is coming back. But, but the thing is, if Bandai Namco treats it like they treated Tekken, like if it's not like 
MVCI budget, right? Like, if they treat this thing with as much care as that they've treated yeah. with Tekken 7... I'm sure they will. But yeah. There's, there's very little about that company that makes me think that they won't. <laughs> very little. Yeah, and, and, you know, and hopefully maybe they even heard a lot of the things about uh, Tekken as well and will put in more one-player content. Because, dude, Soul Calibur 2 on the Dreamcast was one of the first video games ever to get a perfect 40 score from Famitsu. Mm. Because it just had the craziest one-player content. Uh, that's right. Tekken like, doesn't really have that. Right. Tekken has got nothing. There's no tutorials. There's nothing yeah. in the game. The game doesn't teach you anything. And the story mode is just kind of like goofy, you know. You get to play like five characters. Right. That's pretty bad. <laughs> and so and so, someone in my stream chat earlier today was apparently Soul Calibur already has a training or oh, a tutorial confirmed or something like that. Oh, we did? Yeah. Uh-oh. We're back? Okay, okay. Ah. So, yeah, I was just saying, if they treat it with the same kind of love, and then also if they learn from the Tekken stuff and put some more one-player content mm -hmm. in there, because Tekken 7 doesn't have a lot of one-player content. Some people in my stream earlier were saying that apparently they've already confirmed that there's going to be a tutorial in it, ah. unlike Tekken 7, etc., etc., so we'll see. It better have character creation. Uh, there was I rumors of that, too. There was rumors of that, too, so, yeah. Man, it's such a... It's such a good game. Well, has they have been good games? Not all. Yeah, I really like some of them. New reversal edge mechanic yeah. or something. What was that about? You know? uh, the description of it was kind of weird. I, I don't know if the I don't know if there's a written description that was better of it, but the way that the translation on the thing I watched mm -hmm. was like uh, that. You know how there's like a horizontal button and there's the vertical and there's the kick and there's like a you know one beats the other mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Well, this one beats all or whatever. It was like it was. It was not the easiest to right, understand. Yeah, okay, okay. So, okay. I don't know. Uh, we'll but see. apparently, Soul Calibur Six producer hinted at guest characters and character creation, so we might end up with that kind of a situation again. Yeah, the developer described it as being for people who don't know about all of that. One beats the other thing. They can just do this thing. You know. You know how it is. Like developers always have to pay. Some attention to, oh yeah, if you don't know how to play, you can still play this game. Even in the most complex games, they say that. So, right. Whatever. Oh, I don't man. care. Okay. Uh, another thing is, let's just stay on this topic, this these, this uh, Bandai Namco. Tekken 7 patch came out. And guess what? The lag is down to 4.8. Did you notice it? When I played it, I don't think I know the game well enough to really ah. be able to feel it. However, it did feel crisper, and I was doing really, really well today. Okay. And I was definitely punishing things on block a little bit easier. Okay. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if that has to do with it, but it, it felt a little more fluid to okay. me. But, like I said, I, it's not like I'm going to really be able to make a... a, 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 a a good judgment of it just because I'm not great yeah. at the game. But like I said, I was playing really well today until I ran to an Elisa who decided to use the exact opposite of the 15 most important moves for the character. And I was just like, I, don't, and I could not beat this person because yeah. she was just doing the craziest shit That's funny. ever. And I was so mad at the end. Oh, man. Yes, Astaroth better be in there. But yes. I have heard a lot of people say that it feels a lot better now to them. To my actual like Tekken players, Rip said like he was happy. But I mean, the, the the thing about this though is that what I had heard is that they did not update the Unreal Engine. 
They worked with Epic, who created the Unreal Engine, to specifically just implement that fix into the the, cur- the old engine. Like, they backported that wow. fix into it. So it was the fix, but they didn't have to put in the entire engine yeah. so they don't have to test the entire game. Gotcha. And if that's the case, then Capcom needs to go and talk to Epic now and get that into Street Fighter, please. Please, right. please, like, because that would be awesome if that's if they could do that. For be great. Fighter, yeah. Sure. Four point eight. It went from seven point seven, I think it was, to like four point eight. You almost dropped that input lag down by half. I mean, that's a significant mm-hmm. chunk. Three, three, three seconds like that is three, three frames. Three frames like that, more than three frames, is huge. It's huge, in my opinion. So, Agreed, dude. Yeah. It's really cool. I said millisecond. Yeah. Uh, hey, are there any characters you're looking forward to in Soul, Soul Calibur? Calibur? What do you want? I would actually like Maxi or Lee Long back. Cause okay. I, if I want to learn, because I always liked playing with, I like the nunchuck. Because ever since Soul Calibur 2, where they had the katas, you know, the katas in the, in the, in the tract mode, that, oh, those just look super yeah, sick, right. and, and and Lee Long's looks super cool because he was just doing the nunchuck thing. Dude, I love those things. Those are like so much, like because I used to work at the UCLA Arcade, right? right? And whenever the, the the machines were just sitting there, and Soul Calibur Two was there, I would just stop and just sit there and watch it every single That's time. Cool, dude. Where they're just like boom, boom, and killing That's cool, and, the, for sure. and the and the staff and everything. Oh, it was so beautiful looking. It was like one of the first times that I ever saw something in a video game that I was truly like, this is like. Mm. This is like what realism in games looks like, you know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah. So him, I, I also kind of liked Killick a little bit because okay. he just reminds me of a Romance of the Three Kingdoms character. But you know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Those are probably the two most that I'm looking at right now. So y'all know who I want. You want Astaroth, right? Yes. So, yeah. But I mean, they already showed the giant eye in the sword, right? I mean, isn't that the Nightmare Sword? That's Nightmare. Yeah, yeah that's that's Astaroth's weapon, right? So no, that's Nightmare. Oh. Wait, I don't know the lore. I don't know the lore yeah. of Soul Calibur. So. Uh, no, that's Nightmare. Yeah, but okay. uh, I mean, he was cool too. I wouldn't mind that. I feel like it'd be weird to. Well, I guess you have is it Siegfried or Night- Nightmare, whatever. Okay. I'm. I feel like Astaroth will be in there, but they're definitely gonna have one of the big axe boys. Okay. So wait, Astaroth. Rock or Berserker. I thought Astaroth was the character that supposedly won the first one and got the Nightmare Sword, wasn't he? Or oh, I don't have a was that Nightmare? I should just look up Nightmare and, Ast- and Astaroth. Okay. No, okay. I must be getting them confused. Yeah, then. yeah. I'm definitely getting them confused. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Astaroth. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oops. Oh, there's something else, huh? That's Astaroth. It's the regular Astaroth. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got there it. You yeah, go. sorry about that. My bad. Uh, Soul Calibur, yeah, it's, it's a game that I never played. I never learned it, you know what I mean? So I played a bunch of 2 and 3. Not really much after that. And I, I, this is true, I only started playing 2 because one of my friends back in college, his cousin said he was really good at Soul Calibur. And so, you had to slap him no, it wasn't even like that. My my friend was like, "Hey, I know a guy who plays Street Fighter competitively because that's all I played at the time." Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and so my friend like hooked us up. I didn't know this was gonna happen, but like we were all hanging out at his apartment, and his cousin was there, and his cousin was like, "Let's play Soul Calibur." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I don't really know how to play. I've mashed, but I don't really know how to do stuff." 
And within five games, I was beating him consistently. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just picked some character who had some button. And right, I just like, uh-huh. was like, button. Dude, button. did you read the story right. about the, right. the Guilty right. Gear, about the dad who's like daughters in like middle school and like she was dating some guy and the guy said oh i play guilty gear and the dad's like oh really because he like really, really? likes guilty gear and so he challenged the boyfriend and like what? he beat him like in a first to ten the dad beat the boyfriend yeah uh-huh. and like he was just like talking so much smack about it the Sick. family had to kick him out of the house for dinner because he just like wouldn't stop doing something that's, like that oh that's hilarious <laughs> It's kind of funny. So uh, anyway, right. so after that, I started playing Soul Calibur more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dad won ten to six. <laughs> what characters did they use? You know? I have no idea. I have no That's idea. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what else do I want to talk about here? How has your experience been with fighting Ex Layer? Oh yeah, I, mean, I played it a lot. I haven't touched it yet. I haven't. So played it. uh, it's it's got some interesting ideas, definitely. The card system, which is called Gogi, right? Uh, uh-huh. uh, Hell broken. Oh, for sure. I mean, it cannot <laughs> launch in the way that it currently is. But <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of it in the same way that I liked the idea of Cross Tech and Gems. Mm-hmm. Just they were horribly implemented. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the idea of it, I thought was cool. So I'd love to see the Gogi system get fleshed out a little bit better, not have some of the things that it currently does, or else, like, really redo how they work. Or, like, the infinites and stuff like that in the game? Obviously, you got to fix the infinites. Yeah, no, for sure. But even things like, uh, if your character holds on to your meter, for your full meter, for 40 seconds, I recall, if I recall correctly, everything else activates, and now you're basically god. You have oh, infinite really? meter, you get more damage. Jesus, okay, so, okay. Uh, you know, during those 40 seconds, you can't do supers, right? you got to hold on to your meter, so is that worth now then? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then one of them is that you, uh, if you get, uh, what is it? If you get knocked down... Ten times. So, ten times, then you, you have, have super, armor. super armor. So that's what, I played one game at the PSX Experience against Sejam, and that's what he picked. He picked yeah. Juggernaut, and eventually Juggernaut, yeah. I couldn't hit him. I was just hitting him, and he was just going through you everything, and I was like... Him. Like, what super. the hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also one where if you dash, see, dash turns into a run, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. If you dash and just the run barely starts, then you go invisible for several seconds. And that's a gem, right? That's a gogi system. It is, it is. But uh-huh. the only requirement is that you, like, not get hit for the previous some seconds and uh, then you dash. Okay. But that just, if you're a neutral, you just, you run. So, so all, like, literally my whole game plan was I picked Darun, the command grab character, and I just backdashed at the start of the round, uh-huh. and then I just waited, like, a few seconds, and then I dashed, and now I'm a command grab character, and you don't know where I am. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty wild. Oh, man. Uh, so, like, am I trying to jump over your fireballs? Am I, like, walking and blocking? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know. Um, and also, if you get a knockdown with him, if you do his little lariat, it's, like, perfectly spaced and timed. So that you do the knockdown lariat, uh, which is like a little spin. Lariat uh-huh. And uh-huh. then you dash, just run for like a couple of frames, now you're invisible, and jump. And that jump can be from the front. It can be a cross-up. It can be empty jump low. It you're can be empty jump low. invisible even as soon as you jump? You don't reappear when you jump? No, no. Any, you're just invisible for the next several seconds until you hit something, until you press a button. Uh, so, <laughs> so empty jump. So yeah. Cross up, not cross up. Empty jump low from the front, empty jump low from the back, empty jump command grab. Good luck! 
And then they and then all they all those options snowball into doing exactly right. the same thing. So I mean, the interesting thing about the game Yikes. right now is that there were people talking like that they're not worried about trying to make it a balanced fighting game. They just want to make a fun, crazy game, you know, like a Kusogi kind of game, mm-hmm. you know, like like yeah. combos. What, which one was that? Was that um, the North no Star combo, the Hokotono Ken? Oh, there were some odd ones in that game. For yeah, sure. yeah, that was that was the one with the crazy with like the guys would just like bounce like you would do jab and short and jab and short. And, yeah, uh, um, but, yeah. Anyway, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. I, it's obviously needs rebalancing. Like even if they're gonna launch it and they want it to be crazy, like uh-huh. even so, it's pretty. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> That's definitely a lot but of. But I do uh, like the idea of it. Interesting how the uh, controller works, too. So there's both the classic input system, which oh, yeah, is like yeah, right. quarter uh-huh, forwards, uh-huh. you know, whatever. And then there's the progressive input system in which all you got to do is like forward plus punch mm-hmm. or down forward plus punch. And command grab super is up down punches or up <laughs> down one punch. Okay. Um, so that really changes how you play. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like you can't do standing 720, but you can do... Stand fierce, carry cancel up down. It's super easy, <laughs> dude. I so saw you're the, just doing standing. You saw the range on Darwin's Kara SPD, right? I did. It like it extends it by like one point five or something. It was like and ridiculous. That is super easy to do because all you have to do is press down medium kick, then up plus punch. There's no you don't have to spin this. Oh, it was down up in the spinning pile driver, not up right. down. The spinning pile driver itself is just up plus punch. The the seven twenty super. Is up plus down, up oh, then down. Oh, interesting. Right. So when you're doing crouching, medium kick, care cancel, SPD, the only input is down plus kick, up plus punch. It's really fast. And there's no weakness to it. Well, there's it's no extra we- startup, I guess. But, but yeah. I mean, there's no weakness to the progressive sys control system. Not that I can see. Dang. Maybe other people have figured it out, but I, I tried looking around for that. Like, why would I not play this system? Right. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the cool thing that I liked about me and Sage were happy about it because after lots of playing of Street Fighter V, boy moves had long range in that game. Like, we'd be standing this far away and then low forward would reach. And we were like, what the hell? Like, we yeah. were so used to just having things like this. It's got a very interesting neutral game. Yeah. A lot of characters have, have big buttons. There's zoners. There's the command grab character. Right. You know, there's shifty Skull Mania doing backdash to the side and whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny, too, because we were standing there and, like, Sage was like, What's up with the Skullomania character? So I started going into the entire lore of the character, and people around me were like, "How do you know the lore of this game?" <laughs> what is the lore? Is it dumb? He was a salesperson That's who dumb. Okay. wanted got to it. do something or other, but then he got put into the position where he had to put on a suit to, like, you know, be one of those like guys dancing outside or okay, whatever like that. Dumb. But then he found out he liked it so much that he turned himself into a superhero based off of that. So that is the lore of Skullomania. That sure is dumb. Wow. <laughs> it's it's a fun game. Uh, after the first night, I haven't played it. And, uh, you know, the, the netcode needs some work. Uh, everybody playing, it's terrible. There's, like, no good players online that I found anyway. I, I went 17-0 and start. Jesus. And then I lost a few times because the lag was really, really bad. And then I won, like, 12 more times in a row. Just, like, yeah. nobody nobody's playing it, so... Uh, it was, it, but it's it is fun. It's certainly a fun game. Okay. And Darwin's cool, man. You're doing. Enderai Mashi. Yeah, I was I was playing with Darwin, and uh, my my girlfriend came over, and she was like, "What's that guy doing?" 
what's what's up with his what's up with his pelvis? What's that, what's that man doing over there? And I was like, this is going to be difficult to explain. <laughs> I'm not sure either. Gundusadiriti. Yeah, yeah, that character is amazing, dude. I know way too much about EX. I had way too much history with that game, dude. That game was silly. Um, okay, uh, how's Adam? Oh, Adam is very interesting. Okay. Very interesting. So his trait is the little tricky. The little thing, yeah. Little okay. Trait. Okay. And you're just the point of light. You're super right. small. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can be hit. But how fair is like? Is it busted? It's I pretty mean... wild. But uh, but but you can be hit during it. And you have different chains. Yes. Yeah, so in? while while you're in small dude, uh, you basically press buttons and it does things for you. You you have a jump still. You have an uh-huh, air dash. Uh-huh. Uh, you can do. You can like press each of the buttons. This is an attack. You can do little overheads and stuff. Uh, you can hit towards, and you can like cross up and do overheads. And okay, it's okay. it is definitely pretty wild, but it doesn't last for very long. Okay. And on top of that, the trait has a super long cooldown. But if you let it run out as it's being used, you can cancel it whenever you want. But uh-huh. if you if you let it run all the way out, then there is a super long cooldown. He's and, not and to by one. It's well, no, it's it, it's not not just that the trade is cooling down. It's that he's twelve after after uh, X copy, where he's coming out of it, oh. and he's just like fixing his belt for a while, oh. and he's just stuck there for Dang. several okay. seconds. Okay, you know? gotcha. So, gotcha. so as the player, you need to make sure that you're canceling it every single time, okay. and you're okay. like keeping aware of where you are and stuff. Uh, if you throw, you can throw out of it. Mm-hmm. If you throw, it automatically cancels the thing. Oh, okay, okay. There's always some delay. Like whenever you cancel it, there's like right. a second of delay. Uh, so you don't want to just like cancel in the opponent's face. It's going right. to be bad. You, 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 you got to back up, right. something yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. Get a throw. So there's there's a little interesting mind game about okay. it. And when he's not in that mode, he doesn't really have footsies. He doesn't have like safe specials to cancel into. He does have a teleport. He does have a float in the air. He has like some funky options, but he's okay. not like a. He's got a gun that's maybe like all right as so. So he, he's almost like Hakan then. Like you need to be oiled up and to be like super good. Uh, but they're, the two modes are so different. There's mm. so, one, one of them is is this like weird counter zoner where he has a teleport and a, this weird fireball uh, and a float in the air to go over projectiles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then up close, he's even still not even that safe on stuff. Right. Okay. But then the little dude mode is like. Very fast, in your face, overhead stuff, lows. Um, so he's just two really different characters. But right. It, it seems seems cool. Some people think he's really good. Some people think he's pretty good. Nobody okay. thinks he's terrible okay. so far. Cool, cool. He's definitely one of the characters I'd be interested in looking at if I could finally pick up a secondary that's not Catwoman. You know. Yeah, man. He, I think you would enjoy him. He's because he is. He's definitely an active character okay. for sure. Okay. For sure. And cool. when 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 you're in the trait. Like the combos are are super buttonsy, because <laughs> the com- the buttons are not just hits there; they move him too. Oh, so you're just like interesting. Just pressing all the buttons. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, he has these these weird uh, formulas that he drops, where he can. Uh, what do they do? One is like it turns into mist and does damage over time. One of them. Uh, oh man, I don't remember. It's what like the other chemicals, ones do. basically. Yeah, the chemicals. Okay, yeah, okay, he's okay, like, okay. He like drops them on the ground and then yeah, he can throw another yeah, thing uh, on them. And they each do something different. Oh, okay, okay. So there are setups with that, of course. Interesting. And if you, like, put out the one that uh, is, like, the... There's, like, a wall of, of 
poison. Mm-hmm. Like they can't, I think the opponent can walk through, but they take a lot of damage over time while they're doing so. So you can like set that up and then do your little little guy nonsense <laughs> and then retreat and then put off your, uh, like stand behind that while right. the cooldowns okay, going Okay, so. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Huh. Seems like a fun character. Hmm, nice. Okay. Um, okay. Another thing, uh, Punch Planet, we talked mm. about last week, came out on Steam for beta testing. Uh, there's a new patch, adds new sound effects and some balance changes in there, so uh, check that out. I don't know if the Omen of Sorrow beta is still out there it right It is not. It is not. It was only this past weekend, and that's a bummer. Yeah, uh, I but I saw it. some good footage of it, although I, I heard that the chick with the flying is like really like overpowered right now. Mm. So someone put out a video of the, who's just doing the dirtiest mix-ups with that character. It looked really cool. So a lot of people seem to be seem to have really enjoyed it for that weekend. So I played. Uh, I went over there for precisely one game. Oh, you saw him. Yeah, you, yeah. You got I walked, to see I it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just cool. before we had to do, uh, yeah, we had to meet yeah. on, uh-huh. on Sunday. Um, so I played. If it, it's either Mr. Jekyll or or Mr. Hyde or Doctor Jekyll, okay, right? Isn't okay. that how it is? Yeah, Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, but I forget which was the guy who's oh, okay, which okay. was the name. Uh-huh. Uh, and he is this weird command grab counter zoner. Ooh. It's very it's a very funky combination, but he has uh, I ca- actually kind of the same thing as what I was just saying with that Adam has, uh-huh. where he has different formulas that he can drop on the ground or throw, and um, they do different things. One of them does damage. One of them poisons. One of them you know switches huh. or adds input lag or switches buttons. One okay. of those two things. Okay. Uh, and then he also has a, a chemical that he can like inject into himself that makes him faster or makes him stronger or whatever. And so he's this weird thing where he's like kind of zoning from afar, but you don't want to let him do that. So like, <laughs> you go in on the grab. I mean, like, did 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 Felipe get a chance to explain to you like the whole meter system and all? I that remember stuff like from that. before. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So I had a chance to play against. You know, just somebody else random in the right, line yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. who was who was mad that I was just doing command grabs. <laughs> he was like, "Are you just gonna keep throwing the whole time?" And I was like, "The whole time." <laughs> he asked the wrong person. Dude. He asked the wrong person because <laughs> oh, you and not only are going to do it, but the answer that you're gonna give is gonna be the cheekiest of answers possible. Yeah. And now, if I was planning to test something out about the character. Now I'm only going to do command grabs. Right, exactly. <laughs> Are you only going to do command grabs? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes I, I am. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was, it was really fun. I mean, it definitely is in development. You know, they're, oh, yeah, they're working yeah. on it. But no, no, no. Cool I mean, the cool it. thing is, like, I mean, even talking to Felipe, like, just, he's the battle designer. So he's the guy that I've met in, like, 19 different places. Or I've seen him at Evo. I met him at Evo. I saw him in Chile. And then... He was at SCR, and here he is this weekend. I've seen this guy a lot this year for a man who lives in Chile. I've seen him a lot. Um, But, you know, he's even said that, you know, because they're still developing a lot of things, the ideas of the characters, the game system mechanics. He's, like, not worried about the balance until towards the end. Of course. And I was like, that's beautiful. That's exactly how you need to do it. You know, just put the ideas for the characters in there. As everything fleshes out, then worry about balance at the end. So Yes. Um, couple of event news. Uh, Zowie Fighter will hold its 2017 Street Fighter V Finals in Taiwan in two days. Oh. Actually, it's going to be on uh, this Saturday. And uh, this is the one that's going to have uh, Brooke from Wild Taiwanese from Taiwan, Crazy Dog from, uh, I'm not sure, where's that, what's this? Carzy Dog, it says. Carzy Dog, yeah, Fight Club, UD from China, Liquid Knuckle Dew. 
Pinoy and OG Shine from the United States. Remember, Pinoy won the Zowie tournament that was here oh. in SoCal. Uh, from France, I believe this is. Uh, Mr. Crimson, Nassim Claw, and uh, Link Exilo. Link Exilo. Uh, from the UK, Pax, Infectious, and Brian are going to oh, be cool. there. From Japan, Tachikawa and Moke. From Korea NL, who got sponsored, by the way, and got inspired by UIU. And uh, Leslie from Singapore is going to be there. So that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 16 players. Very cool. So that's going to start on, let's see, is it twitch.tv slash Zowie Fighter. So that's going to start on uh, local time, December 15th, 4 p.m. So uh, On, On which day? The final start at noon, December 16th. So local time, it's going to be 4 p.m. No, no, you mean December 16th local time or 4 p.m. Pacific, Pacific time, time on December 15th. On December 15th, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So for us tomorrow. Yes, for us tomorrow. So that'll be cool. I guess for everybody tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's cool. Uh, another one is that uh, Panda X Gaming has announced that they will be doing another Ultra Fight Night at KIT. Right. Uh, for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and Injustice 2. Very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Uh, do they have the actual matches here? So it looks like MVCI, they're going to have Sonic Fox versus Cloud 805. Ooh, okay, all right. Oh, I like it. Okay, I like okay. it. Uh, looks like, um, uh, let's see, what else do they have here? Um, they have Samij versus Forever King. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, and then I guess uh, Yipes is going to be uh, on the mics for that. So oh, sweet. there you go. Nice. Very cool. Okay, cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, they they do such cool things there. I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I haven't been able to go to KIT ever. Did I go? So. Yes, I went last While we're on the subject of uh, of like long sets like this, mm-hmm. uh, you know the War of the Gods stream me folks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they, uh-huh, they do uh-huh. weekly injustice tournaments on stream.me. Oh, by the war. way, uh, KIT is going to be January fifth through seventh uh, in Tennessee right. at the Franklin Marriott Franklin, Cool Springs in Franklin, Tennessee. Right. So, uh, so stream.me/slash/war. They have weekly injustice tournaments every Wednesday. But what they started doing now is also on Friday nights they have like long sets between players. Okay, cool. Uh, so you can cool. have, there's like more exhibitions there. Nice. And then also, Ketchup and Mustard have been doing awesome first attends on oh, their yeah. stream, uh, which I think is PND, mm, PND, KNP, or something stupid. Uh, let me know if you know, <laughs> if you guys know what it is offhand. Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to the excellently crafted channel names. Yeah, uh, it's something oh, like that. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, so they've, they've been doing really cool first attempts, and with, like, really funky characters, too. Like, they're trying to get all the weird characters out there. Oh, so that's cool. If you're interested cool. in seeing how Blue Beetle versus Swamp Thing goes, then they, they have that up cool, there. Cool, cool. Nice. Yeah, and on their YouTube channel as well, which is also PND, KNP, something like that. Did they really tease a DOA 6 announcement for NEC this weekend? What? NEC is this weekend, by the way. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be taking place. That's always uh, Big E's largest tournament. So that one's going to be a fun one. I think a lot of people are just going to go there and have a good time for Street Fighter. But there's a lot of other games that are going to be taking place there, too. So uh, definitely check that out if you guys get a chance. Oh, there's going to be a Tenkaichi Budokai tomorrow on Joni Osan's channel at midnight uh, for Guilty Gear Exit First oh, to 10. Cool. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. 
Uh, one more thing that I'm going to mention here. Uh, I got the YouTube channel name. It is PNDK ampersand M. K and M. Ampersand works? I didn't know that was I a, guess, I man. didn't know ampersand was allowed. Because isn't that like in URLs, like ampersand always like... Uh, I don't know if Anyways. it's actually in the URL, but that's the name of the of the channel. Oh, okay. okay. No, it's actually not the not the URL, but the channel name is P N D K and M. Okay. And this, the streamy thing I was talking about is stream.me slash war. Okay. W A R. Uh, the last event thing that I have to announce is that Boss has figured out a way to scam people out of more money. Mm. I mean, he's going to run a CVS2 side tournament at Evo Japan. Dang. So, you know, if you guys want to go and play there. And now he doesn't even have to spend any money on an airplane ticket. Yeah, so, man, you know. he's going to be raking it in. <laughs> Although other people still play in Japan, so we'll see yeah, how it goes. Yeah, yeah. He's probably going to win. Should be a lot of fun. Should be good stuff. Uh, in other news, in other gaming news, uh, Dragon Ball Z added a new version of Goku, <laughs> as well as Hit and somebody else. Beerus. Beerus, that's what it is, yes. But there is going to be a third. He's not really Goku, you know. Yeah, but... I don't know. That's what I was told. <laughs> oh, man. So I've just been having fun coming up with bizarre scenarios where people need to use the name Goku. But apparently you can use them all in the same thing. So you, you, it sounds like you could have Goku, adult Goku, and black Goku, or dark Goku, or Goku black. What's his name? So, Goku black. Uh, uh, there's, there's like Goku, uh, Goku blue or something. That's the oh, Super sorry, Saiyan one, right? That's Super Saiyan... Uh, Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make fun of it. It's just it's very difficult. <laughs> oh, boy. Excuse me. But hit anyway. beers have been added yeah. to that as well. So there you go. So it sounds <laughs> like the roster is filling out pretty solid. Oh, yeah. It's, so there's going to be a lot sure of games coming out soon. There's so many mad people. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, well, it continues to be a beautiful game with interesting looking gameplay, so I'm looking forward to playing it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know about this character Bob selection Goku, screen. Bob and pe people keep telling me to expect at least two more Gokus. <laughs> Can't wait for James to name all them Gokus that results next year. Oh, my so number God. one place is Sun and Fox with Goku. Uh, adult, no, Gohan was the one that had yes. the adult, right? So it was Teen Goku, Gohan and adult Gohan. Super Saiyan, Goku, and Goku Black. And then uh, second place was so-and-so with Gohan and adult Gohan. Super and... Saiyan, God Super Saiyan. It's not just Super Saiyan Goku, okay? Okay, okay fair enough, fair enough. Ultra, oh, God. Yeah, people still keep saying that there's like two more Gokus to expect, so... <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Okay, way to go, Koo, dude. We'll see. All right. Um, anything else that you want to mention outside of fighting game stuff? Or yeah, you know, the net neutrality vote happened. <sighs> That's uh, now dead. However, there are already lawsuits. Uh -huh, yeah, like they've, they've... seventeen states are in it now. Yeah, the, uh, among other lawsuits, there's other lawsuits too. Oh really? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not just not just the states. It's uh, it's private parties, and okay. they're suing on all okay. sorts of things. Okay. okay, not just the substantive law, but that the procedures were broken, and there's a whole bunch of challenges. So the even if there were no challenges at all, it's a couple of weeks away from actually like being put into place. Mm -hmm. But there are 
lots of challenges being filed. Okay. So, okay. you know, it's not going to all get fleshed out for quite a while. Um, also today, Disney announced that they're buying Fox. Right. Or at we, least the, the entertainment side of right, Fox. Right, we hinted that, at that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, that needs to go through regulation. Like, that needs to pass, mm-hmm. I should say, pass the regulators. Um, although, regulation under this administration is like pretty minimal so i'm not you know don't right don't mm-hmm. expect for too much to get held up there anyway i'm bummed about all of it you know it's it sucks it's it's very frustrating to know that uh that we have such little political and cultural power that sucks nobody likes that and nobody nobody wants that nobody's out there fighting for that with the exception of very large companies i mean are you mad in particular that these guys are uh, are merging or being bought out or you just don't like the process of it? Ah, well, both. I mean, I think that there should be more regulation. But mm-hmm. uh, I I really hate the idea of monopolizing culture and that's really what this is about. Right. right. So much of our culture is, is built into that. Everything from Mickey Mouse to Star Wars to X-Men and... Muppets. So much Marvel. stuff. Marvel. Simpsons, you know, I mean, yeah, it's Nightmare like... Nightmare Before Christmas is now under there. Yeah. So much stuff. Uh, is now under one roof. And and if you're, like, I guess maybe pot, well, I don't know, simple about it, um, then uh, you can look at that as thinking that, well, this is a way for interesting projects to coexist together and they can all be crossed into some interesting mix and we could have Simpsons versus whatever. Minnie Mouse. Who knows? Um, but uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was not made by Disney. Fun, true story. They did not originally make Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. They eventually just bought the property and then they owned the property for the longest time. So, so it's just it's just it's been a long path towards monopolization like this, mm-hmm. uh, and it's been going on for a long time. But it, it it bothers me to know that if copyright law hadn't been changed in the '70s, that properties that we're all excited for now, like maybe having crossovers, like. Uh, uh, Iron Man and X mm-hmm. Wolverine and stuff, uh, they would just be in the public domain anyway in like 10 years. Right. Like they would just mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. Anybody could do whatever they wanted with it. Meanwhile, in these past 58 years, they would have had a lot of time to make whatever use and a lot of money and there's it's all so certainly worth their while. But now that's going to go on for 120 years and pretty likely that's going to continue past that. I'm sure there's going to change the laws. Mm-hmm. They uh, so when Disney was about to lose the rights to Mickey Mouse in the '90s, they lobbied hard for an additional period of time mm-hmm. for their copyright uh, to continue. Now Disney owns everything, and it's not just that they own Mickey Mouse and stuff. It's like I said, so much stuff <laughs> in culture, and and they have a huge uh, leverage on. Congress, even bigger now than they did before. Uh, and meanwhile, everybody else has much, much less control, much, much less power. Uh, it's hard. It's harder to create a competitor. You know, it's harder to create to create some other new company, right. uh, some other new property, uh, or it's harder to like have some interesting crossover that you yourself want to see. Or maybe if there's some George Lucas guy who's ruining whatever property that he made, you can't do anything about that. You have to wait your whole life before you can do anything about that. Right. It's just very frustrating for somebody who who wants. I, I just I want everybody to be able to make and use stuff. That's all. But uh, both of the things today really strike against that. 
and it's, it's very frustrating to know that, um, I, you know, I was very optimistic about the uh, future as kids would do in the <laughs> 2000s. Uh, uh, well, we're totally going to win this internet fight and it's, oh man, free culture, everybody's going to be able to share whatever they want, it's all going to be good. Uh, it's for sure not like that. So, uh, it's, it's <laughs> Darkest a, of timelines. It really is now. one of the darker yeah. possible timelines. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. man. Definitely is a frustrating day. And and there's no reason to expect change, certainly not under this administration. And I don't, it's been bipartisan, so well, I don't some, see why it would someone change. Someone asked what happened either. with net neutrality. So five people had to vote on it today. Yes. And it basic to repeal net neutrality, what Obama set up in, in, during yeah. his administration. And it uh, won the vote to repeal three to two. Yeah. So basically, three guys versus actually two women. As That's it true. Turns out, yeah. Uh, it was the three Republicans versus the, the two Democrats. Mm-hmm. Whichever administration is in power, whichever party is in power, they get the three, mm-hmm. and the other party gets the two. And you know, the the representatives are like agreed on. Like Ajit Pai, who's now the leader of it. He was actually appointed under Obama because... Oh, he was appointed under Obama. Yeah, just because the way that it works is like the Republicans are like, hey, we want this guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You give them the two. It doesn't even matter right. who they are because they're not going to pass anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that he's been there for a while. It's just this funky process. Uh, and they had announced that they would be taking this vote and that you know there's going to be a whole comment period beforehand, which is required by law. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but that seems to have done nothing at all, even though... The vast majority of responses were in favor of keeping that neutrality. People said eighty-three percent. Yeah, and many of the ones that were not were bots. Mm-hmm. Although to be fair, some of the ones that were were bots too. Uh, I mean, the- in, in any case, huge majority of people wanted it to, to go. So it's, it's it's a tough day for the idea of some democratic control too, because the idea of the comment process is that the people get a say. In <laughs> right. What, in uh, what this, uh, you're right. It's That's what I was body. frustrated about. Yeah. FCC is un, is not elected by anybody. It's it's appointed by people who are elected. Um, so in order to keep like some semblance of democracy in there, they have had this con- the the comment period, and not just for the FCC. It's just that's generally how uh, administrative bodies work. Um, but the the process was so obviously broken, and they don't need to pay attention to the results anyway. That like, I mean, know, even even one of the people bad. during the the hearing today apparently even said that the public comments don't matter to yeah. them. Like, it just was like, they don't matter to me. So, what, they they are bound by law to respect the substantive comments. Mm-hmm. So, if there's just somebody who's like, who just writes like, hey, I want net neutrality, what, that's it. Mm-hmm. Not like extra substantive arguments. I want net neutrality because mm-hmm. reason X and Y. Uh, then they can ignore that comment. They shouldn't. Wow. They shouldn't. But legally, they don't have to uh, pay attention to it. However, there were so many comments put in, and almost all the substantive ones were still for net Mm -hmm, neutrality, mm -hmm. that it seems like they ignored even that stuff, even that little, like, bit that you need to pay attention to, they seemingly ignored. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't have any good news about it. It's so weird, because it's just like, I don't feel like the people have any power right now, you know? Nobody really wanted the tax thing to go, no one wanted this to repel. It's just like... It's frustrating right now. Like, yes, uh, it is super frustrating. Super, super and frustrating. It's, it's not, you know, if you're if you're only in this time, if you're only growing up in this time, just know that it wasn't always like this. Mm-hmm. It's not it hasn't always been like this. I, not just my days of youth when I was optimistic and stuff. That's not what I mean. 
I mean, historically, it was not always it, mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, mean of a process and, and lopsided and uh, sort of disconnected from the democratic aspects mm-hmm. of things. It wasn't always like that. It wasn't always as gridlocked as it is now. Mm-hmm. It's particularly bad. Um, it's been as bad in the, in the past, but in the deep past. Like, you got to go back to the late 1800s for anything similar to be found in terms of corruption and gridlock, so... Is you know we've sort of made our way out of that eventually that time maybe we can this time but it's not going to be easy not going to be quick that's for sure I mean it's really just going to have to be change in the in the power of the of the of the Senate and everything like that right so. I, I feel like there needs to be lots and lots of changes mm-hmm. it's even it's hard it's so many that it's hard to say where to start I don't know <sighs> you know money has to be out of there and there have to be more reasonable. Less crazy gerrymandering. You can't pick your districts, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, North Carolina voted for Barack Obama one year and lost, uh, the Democrats lost in North Carolina like 49% to 48% in terms of the presidential uh-huh. vote. But the, and they actually took the governorship, but the state representatives and the House representatives from there, super majority Republican. Mm-hmm. So there's 48-ish percent of the state that wants to vote Democrats they are not at all represented in... Right. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. basically a one-party system. It's one-party rule in terms of the House uh-huh. and the state legislature. Uh, I, I don't know how you get out of that. Because the state... just the snowballed state so hard. is supposed to... You know, they have a certain number of votes, but instead of representing it percentage-wise, they take whoever won even by, like, 0.5%. Right. They give First past the post vote. Right. Right. So that's something to look at. There's There's a lot of stuff to look at. And like I said, so I mean, many things. It's I hard saw to know an article. I forgot. Were you the one that tweeted this out? But there was even an article about like how prisons are even included in the gerrymandering and stuff like that. You I know? did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, the the population of a prison is included in the uh, the population for a house seat. Right. Mm-hmm. Every house seat has to represent some number of people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that population is the the prison population is added to that, but they can't vote. Right, they cannot vote while in prison, and many of them can't vote afterward because felons in many states can't vote at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's it's the way that the article that I read put it was that it's a zero fifths compromise. That is to say, uh, in slave days, the three fifths compromise meant that uh, the slave population was counted towards the house the number of house seats you had, mm-hmm. but only three-fifths of them counted because they couldn't actually right. vote. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just the population. Uh, so for prisons, it's the same, uh, with the exception that it's zero-fifths because they can't, you know. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Or no, five-fifths, not zero-fifths. Five-fifths because it counts as an entire person. Oh, okay, okay. okay five-fifths. Okay. Uh, and what happens is that those people are largely exported from cities to rural areas and so the population or the, the relative power of rural areas is increased, cities minimized, and people can't vote uh, anyway afterward in many cases. And so, they'll even gerrymander the prisons yes, into certain into areas to, to, you know, correct tweak the results and everything like that. So, so there's a lot of bad stuff. Uh, it's never been the case that things have been perfect. In fact, many ways it has been much worse before. But uh, right now, it's still really bad. <laughs> can't can't sugarcoat it. It's crazy to me because it's just one of those things that terrifies me. I'm just like curious to see what's going to happen. 
like a hundred years from now, how is this era going to be viewed in the history books, man? How I think about that all about the time. This? Yeah, uh-huh, all the time, uh-huh. dude. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard to imagine that it would be covered favorably. <laughs> like the only way that happens is if, like, you know, some Trumpian party just gets complete control, and the one party rule really becomes strong. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. If there's basically a di- dictatorship, uh, but that even in that case. For that to last a hundred years is so rare, right? The Soviet Union didn't last for a hundred years. Like it's very super rare. Um, at some point, it's going to run out, and when that happens, there's not going to be favorable mm-hmm. thoughts about this. I just hope that um, at some point it becomes less partisan. Like you know, when you talk about history in the U.S., you don't think about it being partisan necessarily. You don't think about like what side either one is taking as being like relevant for you now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, when you learn about things that happened in the 1800s, you just think like, oh, that happened. Not right. Like, uh-huh. That's my team that did right. this thing. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah, like yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that at some point, not not 130 years from now, I hope it doesn't take that long, but uh, at some point it will be like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, Mickey Mouse will probably still be under copyright. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the anti-federalists. Oh, man, all right. The Whig, the Whig Party. It's interesting. You know, there were people who called themselves the Know Nothings back in the day. There's a lot of weird stuff that happened in American history, dude. It's like my brother was telling me that apparently Madison, at one point in time, was really trying to do away with the party system because he just felt like that that was really hurting everything. And in a way, it kind of is because, like, net neutrality is something that I don't think anybody wants, but it's just like you end up voting a certain way just because. That's what your party votes, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's no public outcry for net neutrality, right? right? Or uh, anti-net neutrality. Right, exactly. But uh, in any case, this is probably diving way too much into the parties and politics at this point. But yeah, it's not over yet, but hopefully we can actually try to do something about this still to stop it from happening. But like we said, uh, a bunch of people are suing them, 17 of the states, maybe even more at this point in time, because I saw that during lunch today could be fighting against it, et cetera, et cetera. Hopefully we can, st- there's still something that can be done to, to, to keep that repeal from happening. Man, I hear that. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, not not easy. Your country is the internet. Yeah, I kind of feel that same way sometimes. What's that? Um, I feel less nationalist and more, uh, I care more about the internet in many ways. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a bunch of the uh, the comments that were against net neutrality were actually from dead people. Cool. That's all right. Yep. A lot of spoofing and uh, identity theft used for that. Absolutely. Um, what is this? What was the name? Super Mecha Kupo says, uh, religion still has too much influence. I don't really feel that that's true. My, my own take is that religion has very little influence in reality, uh, but that instead, the people who view religion as a, as a tribe have an incredible influence. Um, so I, it's not, they, they're not acting on religion, it's not mm-hmm. the religion, it's it's the sort of tribalist oh, aspect yeah, 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 of it. Oh, yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. The, yeah, 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 uh-huh. You need to go along with what other people in your tribe do. But the religion itself is not, like, influencing what they do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Religious people almost just voted in uh, 
Roy Moore. The pedophile. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like literally it's absurd. Yeah. Like there's, it's it's obvious that religion is not. That's not the motivator. Right. That's, yeah. 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 Uh, uh-huh. It's. It's. I mean, in fact, the religion is against all that stuff. But it's just. Well, you know, maybe not. But uh, <laughs> actually, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Fine. But in any case, it's not the motivator for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, what a world we live in right now, dude. I mean, this is going to affect a lot of things. I mean, yeah, dude, it's wild. It, it's so for uh, for sort of m- what we do. Most, right. Yeah, most that's what I was about to say. That's what, that's what I mean. It's going to affect a lot of things pertinent to what we're doing right now, talking about streaming, all these kind of things like that. It's going to change a lot. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to. Will people have to pay for uh, extra for Twitch? You know, or mm-hmm. or will not not even just for the for their side will streamers have to pay extra to upload through Twitch. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it's there's a there's a lot of extra concerns. It's not it's not just on the the viewer and user side. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely also whether it will be financially feasible even to right. do and these it, things. It could just get to the point where basically it's the same thing where the people who got popular on Twitch and make a lot of money can afford the better right. quality of the stream. Right. And so you just can't have anybody else catch up to them because they can't pay for the better Twitch bandwidth. And so basically you will never have the upstarts come in and be able to right. build a new thing. You know what I mean? And then plus the other problem too is like they say it's going to increase competition, but the problem is in most of the places in the world, there in the country I should say, there is no competition. You don't have any. You only have a choice of one ISP. Like in for oh, most yeah. of the country, there's like the, it's not going to it's not going to change anything. You know what I mean? You're not going to get the yeah. And there's no reason to expect it to because in the past, um, the ISPs have been explicit explicitly paid or else they've gotten major tax write offs mm-hmm. to increase infrastructure. Uh, in a lot of places, uh, nationally, the federal government paid them to do that. A bunch of states have, a bunch of cities have, and and it's not actually happening. <laughs> they just kept the money. They right? yeah, they literally did. Um, and in fact, New York sued. I think it's a city, if I recall correctly, sued Verizon for not actually building out fiber to right. all the places that Verizon said that they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hasn't ended yet. But um, yeah, no, I mean, they're, literally, they've been paid to make the infrastructure better and haven't done it. So why would just a simple change in the law make them do anything? They just they're just gonna sit still and charge more money. I mean, why right. would they? <laughs> it's like crazy? Oh man, it's just gonna be just like cable now, dude. Which is already I mean, how many people have tried to ditch cable because cable's a nightmare to begin with, right? Yeah. So Yeah, I don't have fiber. Do you, you, do you have fiber? I you have fiber. I do have fiber. I'm on Verizon Fios. That's why I actually get a good bandwidth oh, here sick. and stuff like that. So. Very cool. And even my cable's on that, too. So my cable and my internet is on Verizon Fios, which, which eventually changed to Frontier. So now it's Frontier Communications because right. Verizon was like, we don't want to handle this anymore. They sold it over to Frontier, so now right, Frontier yeah. handles the whole entire thing. So Yeah, I, I never got... My area, my area never got fiber. Even though, like, I live in Hollywood. I know, right? Well, I mean, like, San Francisco doesn't have fiber. Right. Because it's just too hard to put it into that city right there, but, you know. Uh. One of the things that the FCC says is that there is competition, because even if you don't want to use, even if you, so if you you don't want to use your cable, 
uh, provider. You can pay for dial-up. You could get satellite. Mm -hmm. uh, you could go to the library. You know, I mean, it's they're not at all practical solutions. I'm not going to satellite. Like if it's cloudy outside, I can't go on the internet. Uh, it's, it's wild. Uh, <laughs> come on, it's so stupid. Or dial-up still exists. Uh, it's it's very it's it's like obviously silly, right? Uh, you know, there's no but as there's long no as they reality. can tout those things. Exactly. Hey, look, there's competition. You have these options. Like, do you really have these options? That's yeah. no, ridiculous. Uh, it's like, uh, you know what? You need to drive from California to New York. Here, we can give you this car, or we can give you a bike, or we can give you a skateboard. There you go. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <sighs> I remember that. At the time, I was stoked for those noises. I was like, ah, this is the future. I'm, here I am. Yeah, uh -huh. You're just like, that's like the connect? sound of the future. Yeah. Yes, I connected. Stands out. Yeah, exactly. And then AOL, welcome. You've got mail. There you go. Oh, man. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. It's like I said, it's, it's not, neither one of those things is for sure. Right, regulators still have to consider what to do about mm -hmm. Disney buying Fox. Mm -hmm. So lots of lawsuits to challenge uh, anti-net neutrality stuff. But I feel like they'll probably both work. Yeah. So we will see. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? No, Any good news? Anything fun? Uh, probably, but all I can think about is bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is always one good thing. All and right. And that is birds. The right? bird. The birds. The birds. Ah, oh, there we go. Let's see. I like this. This is cool. This that is cool. I like this actually. one. It is really nice. Yeah. And the birds are always nice because you know, they're very sweet sounding, and it makes you think of a beautiful sunny morning where things are good. So. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Oops. Delayed hyper commentary. Oops. Oops. Oh my god. Oops. Oops. All right, there we go.